victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. All right, welcome back, one and all, to The Horror Returns. I'm Lance. And with me, as always, my co-host Brian. Philip's got baseball shit going on. Uh, Naz is going to jump in, I believe, later when we get into the movies. But uh, you know what? We somehow make it all, always work because we got a special guest tonight. And it's our number one man. It's our artiste. The guy that does uh, basically everything Natsulani didn't do many, many years ago. <laughs> and it's... Uh, Steve Carlton from the Geeks, formerly formerly the League of Geeks, and I understand you guys are changing the name to the Geezers at some point. So, what's the deal with all that, man? We're just getting old, man. We're just getting. It's, it's time to be the Geezers. It took me like twenty minutes to get up this morning. My back was out. <laughs> it, was, it was all bad. My wife had to get out the big massager. You know, just like oh, it's the worst. Uh, was that a massager or a? It was a massager, Lance. Massager. <laughs> it was a massager. Okay. <laughs> um, now nah, we're. Thanks for having me got back, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate being here with you. Well, this the show is your idea, so. So well, see, here's the thing. I, it is it. I, I was making a joke, <laughs> and then it oh, kind of no. like take we're, took on a whole different thing. We're building this whole thing on a joke, then, huh? Yes. <laughs> well, my, if you go back to the tape, if you go back to the original comment, I literally said okay. the first one was good. Everything else is shit, <laughs> but. Here we are. Uh, spoiler, spoiler alert. So uh, before we get started, Steve, um, and I do want to ask what you guys are up to over there, but Brian, real quick. Um, so our last episode was we covered a couple of Evil Dead movies. It, it was uh, infamous for going over two and a half hours, mm-hmm. but you said there was a shitload more we should and could have covered, correct? That's how that's how much shit we missed out on in our talk about Evil Dead Rise? We didn't even talk about the final form of the Deadite. We got so much shit. We, we got a, Can we do a one-off show? I mean, 30 minutes or something like that at least? Yeah, we can do like maybe like just let everybody know it's a straight spoiler episode. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Um, Steve, you haven't seen it yet. No, not yet. I want to. I've been, I have not had time to get to the theater lately. I still haven't seen Mario Brothers. Well, yeah. I know I know your boys have <laughs> just uh, just crossed over a billion dollars worldwide. I, wow! I knew I knew it was wow. gonna like I said that when the first trailer came out. I was like, oh my god, it's gonna make all the money. So so what do you, what do you guys think the next movie is gonna be? Donkey Kong Country or just Donkey Kong or any any uh, any ideas? Be interesting to see which direction they took it. If they were just going to stay with the Mario Brothers stuff, and I mean Donkey Kong right. works there, or if okay. they were going to branch out, you know, like I've always wanted to see something done with Zelda. You know, they yeah. can do a lot. Gotcha. Yeah, well, Mar- I- Mario, 
Mario Kart would be, have to be their Avengers movie, right? Like once you've had a whole bunch of origin stories, no, then like Super you do Smash the Mario Bros. Kart. Okay, okay. What were you going to say, Brian? I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say I, I can't really speak on it. I've been kind of avoiding hearing anything about it because I haven't seen it yet. So same here. Yeah, kind of don't want to. I don't want to get one of those dubbed uh, versions that you can go out there and steal. I'd rather. See it at the theater, so... I mean, um, if, you, if you really wanted to, it is out there. It's not a bad copy, I'm just saying. Is it a good copy? Okay. But it, but is it in English? <laughs> That's the question. Yeah, I think there might be subtitles, though, like that aren't English. That's all right. So. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what do, you, what do you guys got going on over there at the Geeks, man? What's coming up? Ah, uh, you know, not a lot. We're going to start in the next couple weeks recording our 31 days. We start early. Ooh, yes, you do. Because we have to start cranking them out. Otherwise, we're going to Right. <laughs> we hate getting them into October and needing like 12 more. And you only got, yep. some, you know, we only record once a week. So we got to start early. So we're going to start working on those. Um, but really, that's that's the only new thing. And then obviously setting up the big debate. The Geeks Court. <laughs> the big debate. What are you with, talking uh, about? Yeah, between you and Sean. Star Trek versus Star Wars. The big debate. We gotta we gotta pull in what 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 was that movie, guys? Help me out here, that where they had the uh, statue of this is where warp drive was invented, and then the Star Wars geeks fight with the Star Star Trek geeks. Oh yes. uh, fanboys. Was that, oh that was fanboys. <laughs> Uh, Seth we, Rogen was the the main Trekkie. We gotta pull, we gotta pull that out, man. If Universal <laughs> sues us and makes us take it down, we're fucked. But we gotta at least try, you know. Oh, I'm planning on getting. I'm stealing the People's Court theme for it and everything. So we're <laughs> someone's we're gonna try to see us. <laughs> They're not gonna get nothing. But all right, man. Well, we're good. I've been uh, like I said. I, I unfortunately it, it it breaks my heart, man. That I Saturday night is tough for me. I think that's when y'all normally. Uh, do the live show. I, I'd love to join in one time, but family family matters, dude. Family matters oh, that are always taking up my time. But I I never miss an episode. I always listen to you guys on the audio stream. Oh, trust me, we we hear about it with our families. Saturdays every Saturday night. <laughs> I was like, well, right, you know. But uh, <clears throat> um, no, but we can always work out something. We we don't mind recording off days, you know. We have guests. I think when you helped us with 31 Days last last year in Lance, we recorded on like a Wednesday or a Thursday, you know, just to knock it out. But so we, we'll work something out. All right. We'll make it happen, man. Appreciate have you my being people, here. Call your people. Figure it, it out. <laughs> that's it. All right, dude. You know how the show works, man. Uh, and you are obviously our guest of honor. So uh, wouldst thou wish to start and have the honor of giving us your cool of the week? Cool of the week. So I've been unbelievably busy. I haven't had time to watch much uh, or play much lately. Um, I watched the corn movies for this week for you guys. But honestly, the only thing I've been doing is building the room that I'm sitting in while we're recording, which you guys can see Very in the nice. video. Yeah. Um, I've been working on this room for about a month. I've converted part of my garage into its own room. I had to run all new electrical data for the internet and stuff, uh, drywall, the whole everything insulated. You know, this was all once part of the garage. Now it's an insulated drywall and electric rooms, and uh, building these VHS. So, it if anybody out there doesn't know, I'm a huge VHS collector. Um, I've had to cull down just in building this room. I think I've culled out about 300 tapes. 
that I'm just going to go take and see what wow. I can get for. Uh, they're mostly duplicates. Okay. And then I got a huge lot from an estate sale. And I had a bunch oh, those of are, those are always good, man. I love it when somebody dies. I was and you get to pick <laughs> their shit. That's that's one way to look at it. Uh, well, like I was well, I was picking and choosing through the VHSs, and the lady was like, 10 bucks, and you could take them all." And I was like, "Fuck oh, it!" Nice. And it was like six nice. boxes, six huge boxes full, and they were some gems in there. That's where I got uh, Dream Warriors was in there. The original okay. Child's Play was in there. So like I, oh, I got wow. some. Bags in- but like uh, my factory sealed critters was in there, so like nice. I got some real good ones. But but there was also a bunch of bullshit too, like a whole okay. bunch okay. of stuff that I, you know, a lot of like actually like like shit that they taped off of like TV and stuff like that. You know, just all mixed. Uh, I, I used to do that so, all the time, dude. Yeah, so H- I, HBO like you start the start the press the play and the record button together. Mm-hmm. And then I do a lot of thrifting. I go at thrift store. I go hit up a lot of thrift stores. Every time you go, it's like 10, 10 tapes for a dollar. Fucking, you know, one of the stores I go to is like 15 tapes for a dollar. And it's like, if I can find some cool shit, then I'm going to get it, you know? But that's yeah. how you wind up with duplicates because you end up with so many that you don't remember. I'm like, do I have this? I don't okay. know. This is a good box. I'll take it home. And then I get home and I'll like try and figure out, oh, well, this box is better, but this tape's in better shape, so I'll swap and I'll throw that one out, <laughs> you know, right. so. Brian, Brian and I ran into that problem when we're scheduling the shows. We're like, have we have we reviewed this one before? <laughs> yep. Yeah. I know. Once you get several years in, it becomes harder and harder to remember what you've done. But um, the whole goal of this room was to recreate the feel of a video store, mm-hmm. So I had to design and figure out how to implement the shelves that would allow the tapes to face forward and also lean back a little bit and take up the least amount of space because uh, the room out here is only like 12 feet wide. So, right. so I needed to create as least amount of stuff aligning the walls. So uh, that was fun. That's actually two by fours and ceiling, ceiling tile grid, and it's fucking works great. So, yeah, I'd say um, mission accomplished, man. So and not only that, but I was able. I got this like really cool '90s style entertainment center back there. Are those the you Power know? Rangers masks back there? I, yeah, I have a whole bunch of helmets. <laughs> I got, I got a whole bunch of Power Ranger helmets. But like, like there's just tapes everywhere. I got two CRT TVs over there. I have three VCRs. I have multiple tapes going all the time. Uh, it's just a cool little spot. And when they screw us in the summer and turn turn off our electric. This right. whole this whole building powers off a generator, and we can come out here and watch tapes all day. Long. Very nice. So, cool. It's a pretty cool little setup. So this room would be the cool of the week. Uh, a month okay. ago, this was dirty and a spot where tools were, and now uh, it's a it's a space for me to record and have all my collectibles and my little video store nostalgia moment. So nice. That's amazing. You want to jump in, Brian? Yeah, let me run through my list real quick. Um... Uh, I guess I'll start with Tubi because you know Tubi's starting to release original content, right? Some and, some uh, good, some bad, right? Uh, these are actually two of the better, which is not saying much because you know, it's Tubi. <laughs> but um, Lance, I actually want you to check out this one. Uh, Dead hot, down. dead hot, dead hot. Okay, it, uh, it has a uh, what's her name, uh, Vanessa not Hudgens, Vanessa Hudgens. Ah, it's it's okay. basically like a documentary. Like she's going to the reason why I want you to check it out because you've been to Salem. Yes. 
and her and her friend i'm not familiar with the other girl with her they're doing like a documentary where they're going to salem and going to all the different sites and talking about the salem witch trials and they're doing like ghost ghost hunting i guess vanessa hudgens is into all that kind of stuff and and I just uh, I remember uh, you talking about you had a trip there and uh, just yeah pe- met up met up with Pedro there we, yeah. we we literally got locked into a haunted house they shut the door on us and wouldn't let us out so had a, had a good time in Salem man yeah um if you're if you're into the ghost hunting type stuff I mean check it out I mean it's Vanessa Hudgens looking hot yeah she's to- she's easy on the eyes too. Yeah, trying to talk to ghosts and learn about Salem witches and playing with Ouija boards and that's pretty much it with that movie. Um, this right. next one, uh, I've been hearing a lot of people saying it's like a future cult classic. Okay. And it's uh, it's called uh, Bury the X or Bury the Bride. I think it's it's one of those titles. Bury the Bride. Bury the Bride. I've I've heard of that one. It's by a director named Spider One, and I had heard that name before, and I, I kind of looked him up on IMDb. He had another movie come out last year from um, on Shutter called Allegory, Allegoria, or something like that. Okay. Allegoria, I can't recommend. <laughs> not, not so much. <laughs> Allegoria is basically like all these different kind of artists. Their their stories are intertwined and. The, like you know there's a painter there's a musician like whatever art they have like some kind of creature or something or something comes through their art and basically attacks them or something something like that it was okay it was super boring nothing really happened yeah nobody's so, not as vanessa hudgens in it huh yeah so with that i was a little leery leery about going into bury the bride but it was actually pretty decent um, I can't really tell you what it was about because I didn't see anything about it, and I kind of it helped it helped out with the viewing experience going in like that. Okay. Uh, it does star uh, Scout Taylor Compton. Well, she's and, pretty uh, hot in her own right. Yeah. Uh, the basic setup is um, she's going on a bachelorette party with her friends. They're going to the guy she's about to marry to his like little house in the country. Mm-hmm. They've never met him. And then he at the bachelorette party shows up with the group of his friends and things kind of go south after that. And that's all I can tell you about that. And th- and that's on, that's on Tubi also. Yep. That and dead hot are both uh Tubi originals. Okay. Well, to be, to be fair, they don't sound horrible. You're just taking money out of our Patreon, sending it <laughs> over there, aren't you? Yep, just taking it right out of our Patreon, sending it over to Super Network, man. Yeah. And next one, I went to Shutter to check out a uh, Shutter original, uh, original ish. I think is one of those movies they just kind of picked up and slapped a name on there. <laughs> okay. It's called uh, From Black. All Have right. you guys ever seen uh, a movie called Dark Song? No. Sounds familiar. The title does. 
base basic premise is uh, a lady's lost their child, lost her child, and she's she meets someone that basically, if we do this ritual and you follow all the rules, you'll get to see your child again. Okay. That's mm-hmm. basically from Black. Interesting. But a dark song. Okay. That sounds kind of cool. Uh, yeah, it's a cool premise, but like I said, a dark song did it better. A dark song to me was more creepier. But it was in the the March Madness bracket. Okay. So, so it's it's in that elevated horror category, I guess. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, From Black is fine. Same premise. Um, don't really recognize any of the actors, actresses, or anything in there. It's uh, shot pretty good. So it was. Just, I was up super early this morning. Threw it on. And, was one of those movies. But did, you, cool, did, did you have a green morning? I don't. I don't. I don't keep it green anymore. Oh, oh shit! Man. Yeah. Wow. I had, to, I had to cut it out. Well, we'll talk about all that after the show. Okay. <laughs> green. Morning, um, green evening. <laughs> uh, my cool week would have to be. I've been watching it throughout the week. There's no way I can get through all of these in one sitting and that's um, in the search of darkness the uh, 80s horror documentary yes yes 100% recommend all three they do get longer as each volume okay. gets because the, the third one is almost like over five hours long holy shit dude yeah you that's hard to sit there but it is if you love 80s horror films when the third one might be my favorite because they talk about like the obscure horror mm. titles like you never heard of or the ones that you have heard of and you kind of were right. in the first two volumes you kind of like how come you didn't talk about these and the, they talk about them in the third one so any uh like charles band stuff or yeah like, they talk they okay. lance they even talk about that horrible movie we did uh remember we did uh Troll? things things that can oh. movie. vaguely <laughs> i'm trying to forget that one <laughs> there's only I so think, much there's only so much space about. you gotta you gotta save the space for the good movies yeah no i think things, things, you can't what's that, what's that one that had like a hundred and twenty dollar budget or something like that? that that would be things okay. you can't you can't unsee things <laughs> oh man but they, they dive deep man yeah they do and they have a, a who's who of guests come on from actresses to directors to okay podcasters youtuber you know just people that love 80s horror and like i recommend all three they're all on shutter or amc plus so nice all right yeah i've uh i've, I've thought about getting into it but man it's it, it is it is it is time sensitive for sure take takes you, a while to get through that you can uh, actually like if you're at work and you want to throw something in the background okay have you, Brian, have you seen any of the n- new season of From yet? No. I'm, I'm waiting for yeah, it to get fully to, released because I'm not paying for MGM. I know. Plus. I don't want to. But right. I watched all I watched all the season one on Amazon Prime. So good. Gosh, yeah. it's, it's good. I've, I've got, I've so got MGM good. Plus. I should watch it. That's the one with the dude from Lost in it, right? Dude, you that got, show got, is it, so fucking gory. It is unbelievable. Yeah. You got MGM Plus? I do. I do, man. Pay for everything. Well, let me put it oh, this way: my brother, my brother has MGM Plus, which oh, okay. pretty much means I have MGM Plus. Oh, okay, you got the it link. That, that, that makes so. sense. 
that from show was something else, man. Yeah, so I get I can I can yeah. actually get caught up then, uh, Steve. Okay. That, that, that was, just started. That okay. was my that was my big thing a couple of weeks ago is because Amazon owns MGM and I, you can right. watch the first season fucking on Amazon Prime. Yes. Yeah, they want to nickel and dime you. They want to get you to do a whole other they service. Would, you got to fucking buy all of them. I I get it. It's a racket, just like cable. And I feel like. <laughs> Thing. I feel like uh, when they get to the the poltergeist and uh, RoboCop, like they they're gonna right. make like movies and series out of all these properties they got. I feel like they're gonna throw yeah, them yeah. on MGM Plus. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Well, and and I've noticed too a lot of movies that you watch on on a uh, Amazon Prime, you'll get that uh-huh. MGM Plus little you know thing in the beginning, the little the little um, visual. Q there yeah mgm gotcha. plus logo and i'm like what the fuck is this i don't know you know but it's just because they like pick and choose and they pepper it in and they're like oh look yes. don't you like this yes. show from i'm like yeah it's fucking great I know, like, man. Don't, you wanna, they... don't you like it so much you want to pay for mgm plus it's like no i don't <laughs> so, it's like uh um, <laughs> i think steve i think you guys talked about it how um now they're showing like showtime stuff on paramount yeah, well, they show it to you, but it's like there's a little lock symbol. I'm like, yeah, fuckers. <laughs> yeah, like because I don't have Showtime, but I have Paramount. Okay. So like I'll watch Paramount Plus and there's like I'll see a movie and I'm like, oh, man, I wanted to see that. And I'll go down and it's got the little lock on because it <laughs> it's for Showtime <laughs> only. And I'm like, ah. Yeah, God, now they're yeah. trying to they're trying to get you in because uh, we'll lower your Paramount Plus but subscription really, rate <laughs> if you get Showtime. Which which is which is fine, I guess. But I just had the regular ass like five dollar one, you know, with ads for Paramount yeah. Plus. Sure. But like, all it does when I see that little lock symbol is I just go find it. Then I'm like, oh, you <laughs> you think you got me, huh? I forgot I wanted to see that movie. Let me just look it up. Oh, now it's playing on my phone two seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's 2023. Come on, guys. Right, but yeah, right. I, I have I haven't got to from season two yet. I'm just I'm I'm waiting for the season to be done and then uh, it ends on a fucking what I'm like oh no oh it's a cliffhanger cliffhanger uh, ending but it's it's really good it's like okay. I would say it's kind of like the what the way it sets stuff up I would call it like the lost of horror yeah okay I'm gonna tell you this I saw the first two episodes of it and it reminded me of it it it, it felt very Stephen Kingish. There, it, has, it definitely has elements to that. Yeah, so there's so many layers, you know. Okay. I think like, it's like, like ogres and onions, huh? Yeah, yeah. Every time they're like, oh, you're like, I think I kind of know what's going on here. They introduce yeah. a new thing, and you're like, oh, well, fuck, I don't know what the, what's going on at all then. I mean, so, as, as long as they wrap it up like Servant did, where they wrapped up all the open-ended shit mm-hmm. and Lost didn't necessarily, then I'm good. So I'll, I'll Brian, start are you still are out. you still watching Lost? I know you were starting it. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brian's lost. It's on the back burner now. God, I I loved that show. That last season. Gotcha. There's <laughs> too much I try I try to watch to to talk Brian. about on here to just kind of let people know what's out. That's the main reason I do it, and I just kind of it gets lost in the shuffle. I, I, no, I, I, no I was trying. Intended. Yeah. I watched that uh that new show about the chimps on Netflix. Chimp Planet of the Apes, huh? No, it's like a four episode like documentary series uh, hosted by Mahershala Ali. 
I've and never it's called heard like Chimp one. Empire. Yo, I put it on to go to sleep because I'm like, oh, like National like Geographic a, type shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Like, oh, okay. it'll be like you know, kind of like a. Just some nature documentary I can fall asleep to. Yeah, yeah that shit's like Game of Thrones with monk with with chimps. With monkeys, <laughs> bro. They name them all. There's like hierarchies. You see them being like friends. Then one of them gets killed by this other group of chimps, and you're like, oh no, fuck those chimps. But then it like does this flashback and shows you those chimps, and you're like, well, I'm kind of on their side now too because those other chimps fucked them over to begin with. <laughs> and then like there's just characters, and there's like intrigue, and there's like backstabbing, and there's it's like you, holy crap it is awesome you guys have me adding all all kinds of shit to my queue what's it called chimp empire chimp empire it's all four, right it's four episodes are like 40 minutes long but it's great that's not too bad all right i'm adding it right now. oh real quick uh looking through my instagram i i did watch clerks three hmm what, I didn't dude i was kind of dis- sad as i, know, I was shit. disappointed man it was too serious I want to it see was, it, but now I'm like, no, I don't it, know. It's it's sad. It's, it's <laughs> and they're they're everybody's like old, and it makes it even like well, sadder. I mean, it's, life it's, life it's happens, crazy. guys. Life everybody's happens. it's hitting me hard. Where I'm like, damn, every everything, everyone's yeah. old now. I we couldn't stop, I couldn't <laughs> stop looking at Jay's. Uh, looks like he has veneers now. <laughs> I saw remember when Bob's I was like uh, super skinny. I saw Jane Silent Bob strike back in the theater. Yeah, I did it too. Oh, that was Man. the best. Well, we all age, boys. We all age. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, you yeah, guys, will, that's pretty. You guys will catch up to me eventually. Is that it? Yeah. I I all wanted right. to ask you, Lance. I know one of the one of the uh, last times I was on, I mentioned that I watched a movie called American uh, Carnage. Carnage. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, like, I heard I like that you movie, watched man. it, but I didn't. I don't remember you like saying much about it. So like, right? But I thought it was fucking like really, really cool. So it was like yep. a like it just kind of came out of nowhere. It was an original idea, very satirical. Like, like I was saying, like RoboCop level satire in the beginning. Like it was really good. Yep, I'm a I'm a big fan, man. I, I definitely enjoyed that one. Cool. Definitely enjoyed American Carnage. Did you Did you see it, Brian? <laughs> no, I haven't. Uh, yeah. it, it, I, I, I've seen it pop up on, I think, like Hulu or something. It's on like Hulu, that. yeah. yeah. yeah it, it's worth the watch, dude. If, you, if you're subscribing anyway, check it out. It's funny. Um, it's like a throwback. It's just really good. Right? <laughs> All right, my cool, my cool of the week was something that I, I never thought that I would uh, be saying that this is a cool of the week because it – I don't know. It, it didn't it, – it did not grab me when I saw it first show up on Netflix. And I was kind of like, ah, man, this I'm reading about the description. I'm like, I don't really think I'm going to get into this. And I, I don't think I want to sit through 10 full episodes of yet another series. Cause I don't know if you guys are like me where like, sometimes you're like browsing through Netflix and you're like, Oh, that looks cool. And then it says series and you're like, Oh, fucking a 10 <laughs> hours. God damn it. it, dude. Really? Um, but I don't know, man. This one just uh, – my wife and I started watching it, and we binged all 10 episodes mm-hmm. in one night. Wow. Um, and this was just – I can't say enough good things about Beef. Yeah. Uh, on Netflix. Amazing show. It's – yeah, you guys all told me to watch it. Nez told me to watch it. Uh, are you are you in yet, Steve? I haven't started it yet. We, we, we've we been okay. tinkering on it. We're, 
We're waiting for Barry to get a little bit further in. We we have some. I heard Barry's good. I heard Barry's good. Um, Yeah, but no, dude, this is just amazing. It's like it should not be as good as it is. It's just incredible when you start getting like three or four episodes deep and they're like starting to go into people's backstories and Mm -hmm. you go into these off episodes about family members and the bullshit they got going on in their lives. And, you know, it all starts with somebody honking at someone and and flipping them off and then the other person chasing them down, trying to fuck with them. And um, it ends up with like an episode that, that the 10th episode is something I don't think I've ever seen before in my life. And I'm just blown away by how good this show is. So wow, you know, far and away, I think mostly it's Ali Wong. I'm just like I can only take I'm, Ali Wong in small doses. So I'm like, uh, is that is that her name? Gotta give it a shot, Ali man. Ali, yeah, it's Ali Wong. Ali Wong, but like, I like, think, I think one, I think when I was when I was talking about it for my cool away, I think I said Ali Wong. I think you close, did. close enough. Close enough. <laughs> But he's that uh, that stunt guy that with with the with the long beard that's in like Big Trouble in Little China. Oh yeah, he not, he's not he's not in the show. <laughs> <laughs> not the not the same person. No, no he uh, he was in uh, every everything everywhere all at once. Yes, he yes, was. indeed, indeed. That was a fantastic movie. But uh, no, I want to see Beef, but because because I've heard uh, you know it's. Ali Wong for me is just like she has a, a sp- specific style of comedy that it when it works it's really good but like yeah it, it gets grating so I, I was just like a little wary but I've heard nothing but good things you know so what? it's a very very serious performance from her she did yeah thank you Brian you you just nailed it she does not overdo the comedy okay so I think you'll be okay with it and St- Stephen Stephen Wan is that his name Glenn yeah. I call him Glenn <laughs> that that dude uh, can act man. Racist. That dude can fucking act, man. Every everything I've seen him in, he's uh, yeah, he's been, he's been good. So I I said the same thing after watching it in Beef. I was just like, why is he not in more things? I mean, he probably is, right? but definitely like his performance and um, uh, what's the guy uh, David Choi that plays his uh, cousin? Oh God, <laughs> yeah, he's a trip. He's kind of the com- comedy relief, but he's also like a piece of right. shit. Well, I, I got so many Breaking Bad uh, vibes mm. from this show. Mm. Like, they're always trying to pull off heist and shit like that, but you got idiots trying to pull off the heist that are, like, always getting caught and shit. <laughs> it's and just... uh, the one comedian, um, Andrew uh, Santino. Okay. Who, who he's, does he he's... play, Brian? The the, the redheaded guy, one of the, the little lackeys. Oh God! <laughs> that was, or as they call him, the ginger. <laughs> yeah, I do call him. Yes, we was... do have souls. <laughs> I, I'll tell you right now, man. Beef is uh, beef is a must-watch, Steve. Any, I'll anybody? Check it out. Yeah, anybody listening, if if you haven't watched it yet, you got to do it. But um, I will say this: anytime that can beat out an Ari Oster movie for my cool of the week, you know it's good because. Brian, you, you you know that uh, Hereditary was my favorite film of the year that it came out. Midsommar was my number one the year it came out. Bo is Afraid? Uh, I don't know, man. I, it just wasn't quite. It didn't hook me in the way that the others two the other two did because it wasn't like a straight ass uh, straight ahead story. It was very 
allegorical. Like um, it, a lot of it was, I mean, let's all let's face it. Joaquin Phoenix, obviously, he's the new Joker, so he's kind of the new face of you know what do they call it? Uh, unreliable narrative. Like, is it really happening or is it just in his brain mm-hmm. type stuff? So the entire about movie, his actual life or. Well, his actual life, but th- this this film in particular, dude, it's it's very very hard to tell what's really happening, um, and it's really not horror at all. It's totally just like I, black comedy. I just couldn't get into when we reviewed the trailer. I was just mm-hmm. like, with the other movies, I wasn't quite sure what the movies were initially about, but I got I had some clue. Like every trailer, TV spot of Bo's Afraid or Bo's Afraid, I just was right. like, the fuck is this movie about? The wool has finally been lifted. The pretentiousness of the man has finally <laughs> been put on display. Work for right, me, look, audience. Work I'm for not, me. You will understand the movie if you work for it. Ah, and, then, and, and, and then you put the movie that. out the same day as Evil Dead Rise. I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going I, to watch that first. I, 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 not to give too much away, but there is a there is a scene where he goes into the attic and and. Uh, he has to do battle with a uh, life-size penis with uh, a bo- <laughs> penis yeah. with balls. I think I'm all right. You know, I don't. <laughs> I think I'm okay on that. But yeah, I like I, like I said before we started recording, Lance, you're not selling me on it. <laughs> I will. Hey, I will. I will say this. I will say it's this. It's worth a watch, though, Brian. The movie. No, the movie does have a lot to say about where we are right now. Like as far as people's dependence on. Uh, Prescription drugs. There's a lot of there's a lot of that in there. There's a lot of how how kids act now, and they're all like, uh, you know, how all the kids are like super super insecure now and suicidal, and they don't know what they want in life. And yeah, there, there's there's a lot of that in it, and there's Again, a lot you're of not selling me on it. There's there's a lot of. Have you ever seen Pink Floyd The Wall? No. Uh... Okay. I almost sure I haven't because it sounds like something I probably would remember. He de- he definitely rips off some shit from Pink Floyd the Wall. There's no doubt. There's some scenes that are basically right out of that movie. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> Bo is afraid not my cool of the week. I was hoping it would be, considering it's Ari Oster, but maybe you're right, Steve. Maybe he's gone just a little too far into that smelling his own fart territory. It's like Wes Anderson, like the first time you're like, Yeah, this is all right. And then, hey, hey that's, some, that's he another guy. Fucking stop. That's another guy. I can't get into his movies either. Really? I tried. I, love I tried. That's not for me. I watched a few of them that people were like, no, uh, watch this and you'll 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 get it. And, and then right? I watched I watch it and I, I I don't get it. Yeah. I will tell you this. I have met Wes Anderson. Because I went to a uh, an Ian Anderson concert in Austin. He enjoys craft beer, doesn't he? Probably, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I basically uh, I saw I saw him in the lobby, and he was ordering, I think, some craft beer. As a matter of fact, <laughs> <laughs> a nice double yeah. IPA. <laughs> I didn't want to fuck with him. I just kind of went like that, and he goes, <laughs> "It's like." I know who you are, but I'm not gonna fuck with you. But uh, did his did his head get did his neck like ascot get in the way of his chin? <laughs> his fucking <laughs> well, he's nodding at you. Please, please tell me he had an ascot on. <laughs> he 
Stevens the kind of guy that would have one, right? Or a scarf or something, you know? I don't remember an ascot, but I like, definitely it's like remember. Texas in August, and he's wearing a scarf. Yes, a I definitely remember <laughs> cardigan. a cardigan. Definitely saw a scarf. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, cool of the week is definitely beef. Haven't checked it out. Uh, Steve, you need to, man. It's worth it. Like oh, it's, I said, it's, it's on the list. Well, dude, we we uh, we binged ten episodes in one night, so it's just one of those things you just can't stop watching. I haven't done that since my wife showed me the bear on. I think it was on Hulu. Uh, okay. Show about that dude that has like the he has like oh yeah, yeah. Like the, sand, the sandwich shop that he mm-hmm. takes over. Yeah. He was like a big time chef. Yeah, and then he goes to this like small town kitchen because his brother died and left him the the, the restaurant. Five minutes in, I was like. I have great to watch show, all, dude. I have to watch yeah, great all show. of it right I, now. Finishing one night. Yeah, I, I, I with beef. I think by the time the first, the way the first episode ended with beef, I was like, I, I need to, I need to keep watching. And they're right. The episodes vary from like thirty something minutes to like forty five minutes. Mm. Yeah, it's not, it's not too long. Kind of like the bear. The bear is the same way, right? Like half hour episodes, pretty much 30, 35 minutes, maybe. Yeah, the, they vary, but yeah, it's, it's about 30. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure season two is coming out within the next couple of months. So I don't think we have too long to wait on that one. Um, but yeah, when you said the bear, when you, when you think of a movie, a uh, TV show called the bear, the first thing you think about isn't necessarily a restaurant, right? I think it might I be was, something a little bit different. My, my wife's like, yeah, you want to watch the show The Bear? I'm like, oh, what's it about? Because <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> All right, guys. That's cool of the week. So, uh, Brian, do we have any uh, horror headlines to talk about? Uh, we got a few uh start with. Uh, would you guys like to see uh, Bill Hader direct horror movies sure yeah why not comedians seem to be knocking it out of the park no doubt man Uh, apparently he has two scripts i think i think it was two scripts that he has written he hasn't said what they're about but he is shopping them around now that uh barry is uh apparently coming to an end he wants to get behind the, the camera and do some directing and uh, I'm not sure if both scripts were horror, but the the, the main one he was kind of excited about is uh, he says is a brand new horror movie, brand new, brand new concept, not not anything at least according to him that's been done before. So okay, well that's what it needs well, some ori- original shit, man. And he hung out, you know, with Machete uh, <clears throat> over there mm-hmm. doing the it flicks and did he? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's he right. Was, he was, was in Richie, yeah. I think. Okay. Was it Richie? Yeah. The the second movie, right? Mm-hmm. No uh trailer palooza this week. I wanted to because Alil's fucking all tired because his daughter's in this rowing competition thing. I it's like I can be I can't really oh, be mad yeah. at him for it. And he's right. like he's gotta get up super early, but like I'm like every fucking time they release a flash trailer, you don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Like, uh, if it's a Marvel trailer, we're going to record a whole ass review. <laughs> yeah. Any DC trailer, we'll skip it. Skip it. Yeah, I, I could tell. You could always tell a little bias because uh, <laughs> the episode where you guys talked about uh, the Miss Marvel trailer, everybody was like, let's talk about this trailer. And a little in the background is just like, uh, Miss Marvel? 
then you and Sha was like, oh, how about how about uh, the the new such and such trailer? And then you just hear him in the background, Miss Marvel or the Marvels. <laughs> and then we got to it, and I was like, yeah, it looks like shit. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> right? Is it that bad? <laughs> well, I wasn't a big fan of the. Uh, Captain Marvel. So okay. moving into this one, but I but I did like Miss Marvel. I did too on on Disney Plus. Thought yep, that was I one did of too. the better shows, mm-hmm. and I didn't mind Monica Rambo in uh, what's that? WandaVision. Uh, WandaVision. Oh, yeah, the oh, she was she yeah. was one of the highlights of that show. So yeah, and it's it's not even necessarily Brie Larson. I like Brie Larson and other things. I just don't like okay. Carol Danvers. <laughs> I think she's terrible. I don't like her attitude. I don't like her. I'm fucking better than you. Fucking mm-mm-mm. like she walks on a fucking <laughs> ah, set on. of she walks onto the set of Infinity War like she's done something. So I get the fuck out of here. Oh, like, dude, she does have some you? fucking amazing powers. I mean, come on. Yeah, OP. <laughs> Overpowered. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I mean, it, you got it's, you got my, Superman. You got Superman of the DC universe, and you put up with he, him. So come he's, on, he is super OP too. <laughs> he can do everything. Right. But, all right. Uh, let's see. Would you guys like to see Viola Davis in a action-packed train to Busan-style zombie movie? I don't think so. Um. She wants to do one. But. I guess like the the thing is like I'm not, I'm I'm kind of over the I'm I'm a little over the zombie thing, right? I'm just not I'm waiting for I mean I guess if they could do something new but what else new can you do? Mm. But then again like you know the, the Last of Us the sadness was new in that movie right. uh, fucking rocked right <laughs> it was rad. The, the next big thing that's coming out that I can think of is not new is the Train to Busan American remake. Last train to New York. Yeah. So why do we need also a Viola Davis one? I don't get it. Because she wants to do it, Lance. But it's oh, but yeah. it's it's last train style. So is it going to be like on a subway? <laughs> is she going to be on an Amtrak? <laughs> is she going to be uh, or is it going to be different? Is it going to be like rideshare zombies? <laughs> You're Uber. throwing out a lot of ideas here. Uber Uber zombies. I, like I mean, they got to they got to have some way to like incorporate them, right? right? You know, like I don't want this ride. Fuck that, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw you post that, Brian, and I was like, what the fuck are we talking about here? But I don't know. Trying to design it perfectly. I just hate seeing all these American people fuck with it. I loved it the way it was. It was uh, yeah, Trying to design was awesome. I'm trying yeah. to think uh the only thing I reason why I was excited for the remake, uh, who's the Timo Tajanto? Okay. He did uh, the VHS segments. Uh, yeah, the one with the, the cult and everything. Yeah. yeah. And he did uh, the the night comes for you, violent bloody action yep. movie on Netflix. So I had a I, I had a new podcast listener that I work with. Uh, bring that to my attention. He said, hey, man, you guys need to cover this director more. And I told him, well, hey, man, you need to become a Patreon patron, and then you can pick out three of his movies, and we'll cover them. So we'll see what happens. You work with him. (laughs) Sando, when you get paid, give me that dollar. I'll be standing standing right next to him. We we can go talk to the payroll department (laughs) right now. We can do automatic deduction. There you go. That's what I'm thinking, man. That's what I'm thinking. All right. Uh, Sigourney Weaver says, uh, direct quote, the ship has sailed on her playing Ripley again. (laughs) Okay. Well, she gave us some great years, so we can't complain. 
Yeah, I mean, what else? What was the was the last one she was in was Resurrection, right? Yeah, I think she kind of wanted to write that. That, that one wasn't very good anyway. Yeah. So. And even three. Eh. And she was she was one hundred percent down with the Neil Blomkamp one. But yeah. Ridley Scott shut that down. The, the, did you see the the concept the, art for that with like yeah. freaking um what's his name Hicks was back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Reese. Oh, what the, the fuck is the that from, name? The dude from District Nine. Uh, Michael Bean. No, that, Michael Bean. Yeah, no, not okay. Charles Copley. But Michael Bean was back, and his okay. like half his face was melted, and it was supposed to be like oh. a direct sequel to two. They were gonna forget that three happened. I was like, cool. yes. Yeah, Newt, Newt would have been a little bit older. Yeah, mm-hmm. Newt was gonna be alive still. I'm like, oh, so you know, not fucking the whole fandom like you did back when three came out, right? And uh, then they decided not to do it. That sucks because the concept art was awesome. But no alien with, blood Ripley or bald Ripley, yeah. just rip it. <laughs> but with that news came the with Fede Alvarez posting on Alien Day that uh, his right. Alien movie has officially started filming. And I am ready for that. You guys were talking about Evil Dead. Fede Alvarez did the Evil Dead from was twenty thirteen, mm-hmm. right? Uh huh. Yep. Love that movie. So yeah, I think so we all liked sign it. Sign me up. I remember watching that movie in the theater when she starts fucking chainsawing homeboy at the end, and it's just thirty seconds of only blood <laughs> everywhere. I was like, "This is great. This is fucking best." We definitely needed a, another one-off Evil Dead show, Brian. It, it's in our near future. Well, it's so good to put it out. And uh, maybe we can get Bruce Campbell back to talk to us. I can watch the first two, and, oh, and Army of Darkness on VHS. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o is going to star in A Quiet Place Day One. I don't know why I put that on there because the, 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 the movie, yeah, the movie's already done filming. Okay. Did you, did you, what did you guys think of the sequel? I still haven't seen it. I love the first one. I, but... I liked it. I liked it. I kind of came into it not knowing if I was going to like it with not having John Krasinski in it. But I, I think Emily Blunt did a great job. The the kids are a little bit older. They did a little bit better job. The 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 son wasn't as pussified as he was in the first one. Well, I guess I all things say. considered, yeah, it's a terrifying existence. Uh, my only problem was um, you do get flashbacks, but they kind of really don't mean anything as far as why everything's happening. So maybe I'm with day one, it'll be it'll help flesh that out more. Yeah, it's uh, supposed to be a prequel, and I think, uh, if I'm reading here correctly, it's set in New York. Mm. I think that's where, I think if I read it correctly, that's where the first event happened, when the when the aliens came. So That first one, that was, that was a good theater-going experience. Like, it was one of those times where I was terrified, because I have, you know my Rose Gallery, Brian. Yeah. There. Yeah, the theater going experience is a treacherous yeah, thing. I share them as well. <laughs> but that was the one time, like, the theater was really quiet. Like, nobody wanted to make any noise. <laughs> like, everyone. This one lady did come clogging in there with some fucking heels or something on at one point. And it was like the whole theater was angry. But everyone did a pretty good job of staying quiet through that. That's I think maybe that's why I haven't jumped on to Quiet Place Part 2 because I feel like I missed out on that theater experience. It, 
it's a, it's a worthy sequel. It's just there's a couple I don't I don't think is as good as the first one. And I agree. I don't think my experience was as good as the first one in the theater because it, it felt like everybody knew what to do with that first movie, which was yeah. Shut the fuck in up. other words, shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> even people eating popcorn was trying to yeah. eat it as quietly as possible. People would be taking two minutes to open a wrapper because they're just barely moving. Yeah. <laughs> What's the worst theater experience you've had? Uh, Halloween 2018. Yeah. Son of a bitch, mine too. I that movie. Somebody was smoking, not green. <laughs> <laughs> like a cigar or something? I had a group of. Black and mild? No, it was a cigarette. This is uh, unbelievable. I, I had a group of. 15 kids that were together sit in the row right in front of me and they they turned their ringers off but they were texting each other and the the lights were flashing off their phones right and every time something was that they thought was going to be scary that was going to happen like the girls would try to run out to the hallway real quick and scream and giggle and run all through the hallway worst worst Ouch. Halloween 2018. I'm sitting in the theater. I got my Diet Coke and my popcorn, my M&M's like a good little boy. Uh-huh. And in comes this dude with uh, he's wearing a fucking sleeveless shirt with a backpack. And he comes in on a skateboard drinking a beer. Oh, <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> right in front of the I'm like, fuck. And then, of course, you know, the whole movie, he's fucking clickety-clack, clickety-clack with his skateboard and fucking moving it on the floor and back and forth. And he's talking and he's – and at one point, he gets up. This is why I was – I said this is unbelievable. He gets up. You know the side door where you exit? Yeah. He goes and he's going towards that. And I'm like, oh, thank God he's going to fucking leave. He Uh opens the door, stands in the doorway, and lights a cigarette. They start oh, smoking man. in the doorway watching the movie. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? See, I thought, I, I thought I you were going to say you let his homeboys in. I would have appreciated that more because at least he went to the exit door. I mean, it right? did show some sort of, you know. <laughs> yeah. Some sort of manners. No, we uh, listening to, to you throughout the years. We, we do share the same rogues. <laughs> Fucking blanket people, cut it out. I mean, I yeah. guess it might be different in Alaska. It's cold. It's cold up there. So, uh, yeah, the, the blanket people were a thing. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Uh, the Pope's Exorcist sequel is in development. Oh, come on. I heard it's not that bad, and if it's getting a sequel, okay. then. What if what if Russell Coe really nails the Italian accent? Like, what if he really <laughs> nails it? Better than whatever accent he was trying to do in Thor. I loved him in Thor. I loved him in Thor too, man. I didn't like that movie very much, but I thought he was hilarious. I think everybody so loved him good. in Thor, but nobody could understand what figure the out the accent. Was. Yeah. yeah, he was just so <laughs> hopped up on wine and orgies. It doesn't matter, but you know, <laughs> that Zeus. He's been partying for a minute. <laughs> it's a me, a Zeus. <laughs> and uh, since we're talking and about, is that is that, is that going to be Hercules? That that little guy, the little guy at the end from yeah. from uh, I think so. Ted yeah. Lasso, yeah. Okay. I guess if you have like you know like superhuman strength, you don't need to be buff. It's not like a. It's like it's like 
super, you know, unnatural strength. It comes no. from within. Right? It's not from the muscles. Yeah, from the heart. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't like that. The the phlegm the phlegm must come not from the throat but from the very soul booger. Yeah, it's like an <laughs> exaggerated version of old man strength, you know, like these frail old <laughs> right. men, but they they're fucking strong as shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that. Ay ay ay. All right. Uh, last I think last yeah. week we talked about they're doing a Conjuring series on HBO. They're also yes. doing a fourth movie, which is officially titled The Conjuring: Last Rites. Sure, why not? What's up, Naz? Put me in, coach. You're What's in. Up, Naz? Get in the game. What's up? Cool of the week. Um. Hmm. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Um. Did you see Bo is afraid? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, I'm all caught. I'm all caught up on uh, Young Sheldon. Finally. There we go. We haven't had cool cool of the week young Sheldon ever. This is a first on the horror returns, folks. But um I helped with a, a Kickstarter for a comic book called Tribal Force. Okay. And uh I got all three I don't know if you can see them. Three of the the covers. Oh nice. cool. This let's, one uh, and that one. So nice. Let's let's go with Tribal Force over Young Sheldon. You okay with that, Naz? No, man. But I haven't. <laughs> when did Young Sheldon's voice change? <laughs> so, <laughs> see, that's how much of the loop I was out of the loop I was with that. Right. So, but uh, yeah, lots going on with his brothers and sister. And does he got like even, a deep voice now? <laughs> yeah, because even my grandson was like, I don't like his voice now. <laughs> oh, he's, he's like four, 40 years old at this point, right? <laughs> but uh, um, Paramount Plus, if you guys have it, uh, all the first seasons are on HBO Max, and the new season okay. is on Paramount Plus. Back, back to our original argument, boys, about <laughs> you got to buy every fucking streaming service to check everything out. I know, so total uh, ripoff. All right. Um. Yeah. That's or it. are you pirate it, Lance? <laughs> 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 this <laughs> is the og pirate in our group so i don't do that <laughs> i don't know allegedly no, i mean i don't do any of that boys and girls allegedly saying i watch yes. things on the internet <laughs> like i listen to universal music uh on 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 full volume but anyway <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you totally can't like watch any song you want on YouTube and you know use Audacity and then just I have know, it. It's, it's not possible. Unbelievable. Right? Yeah, it sucks. You guys get taken down more than anybody I know when you're doing your fucking YouTube videos, man. Well, we who haven't you, lately. Who did you piss off? We haven't lately. We pissed off fucking Fast and yeah. the Furious. We pissed off Disney. I know. Right? I remember Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Fast you guys pissed off you, Disney. Universal. Yeah. They got, uh -oh. they, 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 they yanked a couple of our videos. What a coincidence. A little better watch out. <laughs> oh, it was just because we were watching trailers. and we were Oh, showing man. Y'all need to start your own Me Too movement. You're like, watching trailers and they got mad? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's uh, it has something to do with the, they were watching trailers when they were live. Live. Yeah, we were, because yeah, like, we're, do, we're doing new ones where we like break down the trailers, but we record it not live. We record it all and then we. Then we put it out, right. and like we haven't gotten any bullshit from that. So yeah, because they don't so they don't so want it, they don't want anybody promoting their stuff <laughs> live. Right. 
Oh, God forbid you promote Which this is shit. weird. It's, it's like I'm not saying like we it. did it. You promote it. Jeez. Like we were going frame by frame with that Fast X trailer because <laughs> that thing is. <laughs> yeah. A, you guys <laughs> actually, you, y'all got me actually wanting to watch it. And so they're going to fuck with you because you convinced me to spend money on their movie. Have you seen it part nine? It makes no fucking thing? sense. Have you seen part nine? I just finished. I it hate finally. them all, dude, but I love them. I hate them and I love them. <laughs> part the nine time. where they introduce his brother. Even is though that, the whole series has been about family, is that the one where they went <laughs> to space? See him. Is that the yeah, one where they, they went, went to space, they went to in, space a scuba, in a car? In scuba gear. Yeah, in a scuba <laughs> gear and a fucking Subaru, <laughs> and, and duct tape, duct tape all around the car to keep the keep the oxygen in. And then they just like they're like hanging out outside the International Space Station. And you're like, well, okay, well now what? <laughs> how do you get in? Like, what's happening? I wanted to see how they got back to Earth. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> they just showed up at the barbecue at the end. Yeah, just hey, it's family, man. Family barbecue. Is that a, are those all VHS? Yeah, man. I got a new closet. Yeah, he's nice. in a blockbuster store, dude. Recording yeah, live from a blockbuster. The, the last store. blockbuster. Foothill Video. I already have shirts. I like your. I like your. I like your t-shirt, man. Oh yeah, you like that? It's a nice. <laughs> so I think it's like a wrestling logo from somebody. I think or so. Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's got the took. You've got the T-shirt, and Nez has Metallica. We are running with this Took thing, huh? <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, a couple more things real quick. Uh, Lance, you and me both like to speak no evil. Yes. They're remaking it for the American Alrighty. audience. Well, it's about time. It's been. It's uh, only been six months. <laughs> Mackenzie Davis and James McAvoy are starring in the remake. Right. So is McAvoy going to be the real pussy? That lets his daughter get kidnapped and doesn't do a fucking I thing. I want him to be the other guy. I like oh, how we're, that would be great. I like how we're like we're gonna do an American remake. The evil, the evil Dutchman, the, the evil Dutchman. So you've got the you've got the nice guys from uh, our good friend Lars from Denmark's country <laughs> that try to go along with everything, and then then you've got the very evil Dutch. So hopefully McAvoy will be the Dutchman. You got this one. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, yes. We brought that asking, up. I was, I was <laughs> Lance, Lance literally asked that. if I had value. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was asking you about that. I don't have that man. one, but I got, I, got, I got something, though. Look at this. Nobody has how, this one. How is, it, name, how is it when we reference something, you have it, like, right there to reach? <laughs> it's all, every time. Every time. All right. But you no, got it, man. Come on. Nobody has this one. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, you can't make that movie. No, you can't. You can't (laughs) make that movie today at all. Yeah, we went through all this in 2020. Never again. Stop it. Holy shit. Yeah, I remember I saw that when it came out. uh, Uh, What do you guys think about the new uh, Shakira video? Uh, uh, Yeah, I got some a lot of random stuff in there. (laughs) No. Uh, All right. Brian, next, uh, next item. I'll end news with uh, if anybody's interested in the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game that's coming, it will be released on Xbox Game Pass same day. Is that, do you know anything about it? Like, is it kind of like Friday the 13th and Evil Dead where you're like one guy's the bad guy and everybody else is the good guy is trying to escape? I'm not sure. I haven't really 
Because those games are fun. Like, I love the yeah, Friday the 13th fun. game, but they're nobody fun. ever wanted to play, so it was just like that. I know. Like, when you're there by yourself and nobody nobody wants to be the victim or the killer, you mm-hmm. know, it's kind of boring. Yeah, I played it once, and yeah, nobody wanted to play. <laughs> I know. Or you don't know how to play, so it's just like... Yeah, I didn't. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's these like... These these days, man. It's like... You could talk. Uh, one time I was playing, it was with Alil, and Alil was Jason. Right? It's like I'm like fucking Alil. Where are you? And he was just like, I fucking can't find anybody. <laughs> I just walked around the whole match. We just couldn't find each other. I just wanted him to kill me so we could. Dude, play. dude, we were we were playing Red Dead Redemption two last night, and my granddaughter was making me look like a bitch. She was like, she was Clint Eastwood, and I was like the town whore. <laughs> she was just, she was just killing me, man. So these kids understand these controllers, but I'm just like, what the fuck? Just give me Pac-Man or something, you know? I can't. Right. I don't get it. All right. That's the news. All right. So we're moving on to the trailer park, Nez. You ready? I haven't even seen any of them. I don't even know what they are. All right. You, you <laughs> go, two talk go about ahead. the trailers. I'll jump yeah. in a little bit. <laughs> All right. The first one is a new release from Neon uh, Studios, which is, of course, who puts out your favorite director's movies, Brandon Cronenberg, Lance. Okay. The guy that's yep. surpassed his father with two I, movies. I love his shit, man. I can't argue. Uh, it Lives Inside. Uh, I'm synopsis good with that. goes in. An Indian-American teenager struggling with cultural identity has a falling out with her former best friend and in process unwittingly releases a demonic entity that grows stronger. Indian as in real Indian or the fake one like me? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> you said uh, Indian there, from, from India. Those are the real ones. We're from the, the fake country ones. India. We're the fake ones. <laughs> I don't know uh, if I put it that way, but <laughs> you said yeah. it, not me. <laughs> well, he thought he was in India, and he wasn't. He was All lost. Right, well. <laughs> Lance, did you check out the trailer? Yes, I, I I think it looks creepy as fuck, and I am totally down. When's it coming out? Oh. Uh, let me see. Probably should have had this. Steve, what'd you think? I loved it. I love. I'm a big sucker for. You know, like I love that first trailer for what was that? Um, Insidious. That yes, first Insidious yes. trailer always got me, mm-hmm. and this kind of reminded me of that in in a lot got, of ways. I got, like, the, I got the same vibe. Yeah. Um. Just just like with like the jump scares, like I love that one shot in the trailer where her hair's getting pulled back, like yep. but you can't see anything back there. Sucker for it, you know. So I'm I'm here for this one. This one looks great, and the yeah. lead actress is easy on the eyes, so I can watch this. <laughs> it doesn't problem. hurt. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm about it, about it, Brian. I'm 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 ready for this when it looks good, man. The lead actress, I believe, is Megan Suri. I must be looking at the wrong. What's it called? It lives inside 2023. Oh, I'm watching something with some dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was the wrong link. <laughs> yeah, I, that was the I wrong, agree. Wrong link. <laughs> It, it looks creepy. Uh, I like. I like. Um, trailer for the bear. <laughs> this is, no, this one. It's called "It Lives Inside," but it's focused on a guy. It's, it's some kind of ghost. And 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, look this trailer up. It's called It Lives Inside. It's all right, man. What's it too? <laughs> okay, here's here's the one. <laughs> the okay. one you guys are talking right. about. No, it, no. It, it looks good, man. It looks creepy. Definitely, <laughs> definitely got those old school uh, like ghost vibes and shit like that. I'm, yeah, I'm and I also like that we're, we're getting a little bit of, of this culture, so we're getting like new, right? you know, cultural depictions of demonic possession or whatever the case may be. So I'm, I'm always. I love that because I'm like a sucker because I'm very uncultured. So like I, I just believe everything. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, <laughs> like, this is great, you know. <laughs> so right, this, this looks good. I'm very gullible when it comes to those. All right, I'm in on this one. Is it gonna be a theater or is it a? Only thing I'm seeing right now is it's gonna get a. Sorry, my phone's slow. A March 11th release. Well, that's already passed. So. <laughs> <laughs> says November 3rd in Turkey. So I don't know what that means. I have to be. All right, man. Well, maybe we'll check it out. Hopefully it'll be on like Shudder or something. I don't know. This looks like, like something Shudder would pick up. I sent you another trailer, Brian. Let's try to find this one. This one. I, okay. This is the one. I, this is the one I watched first. All right. What's this that? one looks all right. It's called It Lives Inside, but it's no, not. But you know what? It well, almost has the same font. Really? As, as the one we're talking. Maybe about. it's a remake, dude. Maybe, maybe it's already a remake. Then this one, this one that I first looked at was from three years ago. So maybe, yeah. maybe it's that, the uh, Indian remake of the American movie. That's I was gonna say three years. That's about enough time to do a remake. I mean, but it's I mean, they, 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 they are doing that now because <laughs> a couple of weeks ago I watched the the Japanese remake of Q, which was not yep. good. Yep. The what? The Japanese remake of Cube. I saw oh. a I saw a, a poster at CinemaCon. Um, I mean, I didn't go there, but you know, I saw the poster on on one of the feeds, and it was an old boy poster. I'm like, you're doing fucking old boy again? What the fuck? How? It's gonna be gross again. <laughs> are they yeah. doing? Are you? Ser- they're doing a third old was, boy. There was an old boy poster in the background on one oh of the pictures God. I saw. Oh, really quick, Bri, we got a request from uh, the the average dude or the regular dude, whatever his name. Uh, Gene. <laughs> Sorry, Gene. Oh, Gene. Yeah. yeah. Our he good old Gene, Gene, Gene's reviews. He wants yep. us to do uh, the challenge. Okay. I, Scott Glenn. I, yeah, I found it on YouTube, so I sent you. I sent you it. But okay. All right. I just wanted to jump in there with that before I forget. <laughs> so, but yeah, Gene, we'll knock that one out. All right. Have y'all have. For the action returns, have y'all done the last dragon yet? Mm-hmm. Yes. In the that beginning, was that was early when we were trying to do two movies. Oh man! Ten okay. hour shows. I guess I got to yeah. go back and listen to that then. Now, now we got. I've got to try to convince these guys to do a Fast and Furious retrospective. You want it? That might be a big <laughs> answer. <laughs> I'll do the first three movies. After that, man, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, they, they get good after that. They get real fun. <laughs> All right, uh, this next trailer, uh, this was for Phil, but he's not here because he's such a big Lulu Wilson fan. Oh, yes. The Wrap of Becky Red Band trailer, which I'll jump in real quick. Yep. We already talked about the teaser, so I'm not going to read off any information. I am disappointed with this trailer. Really? This is a weak Red Band trailer. There was no gore in it. There was just some blood. 
Lulu Wilson runs funny in her action scenes. Uh, she's not convincing <laughs> me that she's going to take on these. I'm assuming their version of the Proud Boys, the noble, the noblemen. There's a lot of politics in this, man. And AJ, AJ was saying the same thing you said, Brian. She said the way she's running, how is she going to outrun these guys? They so. open it with her weird run. The trail. Yeah. What was she in? This may not be the best. Lulu Wilson. She's yeah. been in everything. Every old horror movie, she was the kid. Uh, the second uh, Ouija, Ouija, Ouija. Yes, she was. One. She was the little girl. Yeah. That, okay. All right. Now she's all big. All right. Is that like, Stifler? Yeah. Stifler. Yeah. I guess Stifler he's runs like, the Proud Boys. In this I guess he's going to be like Kevin James. He's going to be Is a he, racist. Does he gonna have a? Does he have gonna have a white claw right here and smoking a cigar? Hmm. I did notice a uh, friend of the show, uh, Aaron Dallavilla, was one of the henchmen. Ah, okay. He, I believe he's the one that hits the dog with the bat. So he's, I he's can't not, take dog. He's not going to be a like like character. Yeah, I can't take dog violence. Sorry. Nope. I'm, there's I'm a, probably, there's I'm a, probably there's out a, on this one, man. Unless Hulk, you make us watch it, Brian. There's a Hulk Hogan movie. I think it's. It, I don't think it's Suburban Commando, but it's something like that. Where in the background, in the beginning, where he's like riding his bike. If right. you watch in the background, there's an old guy that picks up a dog and throws it into the water. <laughs> Yikes! It just, I don't it just happens that. in the background. I was like, "What the fuck?" Was that Malachi? Malachi. Which one? One of the dudes in this trailer. What's oh, it called? No way, Courtney Gaines in the back. Yeah, dude, it looked like Malachi. Now you're going to make me pull this. I don't know. I'm not. I, I was sold on the teaser and the, the idea of the sequel, but just watching this tree. Yes, it's Courtney Gaines. As okay. <laughs> I thought that was he it. plays Twig. Huh. <laughs> it was Mr. Nanny. That was the Hulk Hogan movie I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, I remember that. <laughs> oh, the kid, the kid from uh, uh, the, the Babysitter movie with... Uh, Kelly Bundy, wasn't he yeah. in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell mom. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I had um, that on VHS too. Yeah, that was so long ago. Keith? I think I see it. I think I see it right there, man. Is it? Is, oh, Keith? It's is that his here. name? Who? Is his name Keith? Keith the, the, David the kid, or David? No, Keith? the kid from uh, Don't Tell Mommy the Babysitter's Dead. Uh oh. Somebody oh. just sent me a video. Hold on. Yeah, Keith Coogan, that's his name. <laughs> that they actually labeled the video. <laughs> Rock and roll. Killing the dog. God, throwing a dog in the water. <laughs> oh yeah. man, Hulk Hogan, he's a real American. All right, sorry guys. Go ahead. No, it's it's, it's like a thirty second little video. Oh my god. It's out there. <laughs> What the fuck is this asshole? What an asshole. <laughs> he just Are you serious? Okay, I got it. Was that something they just caught? Or <laughs> I don't know. Randomly on video, yeah. Or did this say action and he threw his dog in the water? <laughs> yeah, this has nothing to do with the movie, but no. throw this dog in the water. Yeah. <laughs> nothing happens from it. He doesn't like turn around and he's like, hey, brother, you know, nothing. It's just... <laughs> It's just there. <laughs> Whoa, he just threw that dog. Hey. Ay, ay, ay. That's hurt. That hurts. Is that, that movie, isn't that movie Shane where he throws a little boy in the water? It's like that. Right? Teaching the dog how to swim. Well, this one, I'm in. 
It's got um, Stifler and Malachi. Yeah. I'll watch it. I just right. did the I like the first Becky, just, so. It just didn't sell me. I don't know. Becky. All right. Well, we'll see what you think, Brian. Oh, yeah. this is a part Brian, two? I, yeah. I think, you never I seen think part Brian one? liked the first uh-uh. one, too. Is oh, you never anywhere? saw Becky with Kevin no. James with the huge swastika tattoo on his back? <laughs> no, I missed it. <laughs> the swastika. I guess I got to find that one. All right. All right. Uh, I think this one, IMDb is not doing good on these release dates. It's for some reason, I'm set on a different setting. It's telling me turkey releases. Oh, my gosh. All right. But I do know sometime in May it's getting a theatrical release, a limited. So I won't be there. You guys ready for feedback? Yep. All right. Moving on to listener feedback. Uh, this week we shone the, the podcast spotlight on Let Us In. Uh, some spooky women here to talk about horror. If you like women, <laughs> and who doesn't, and you like spooky, you're in the right place. Uh, Brian created a poll. Is the Evil Dead franchise the most consistent ever? And no. so far, the yeses have it by about 66%. Who said no? Um, I did. What is the most consistent? Amityville. They got like one coming out like <laughs> every day. I don't think he means consistent. good. Well, I would, I would argue, d- based yes, on my previous... Previous um, appearances here on your show uh, that the Scream franchise can be put right up there. It's, it's up there as well. But then you have three. three. Especially number three. Brian, I know, and it, I guess yeah, because Evil Dead hasn't really had a miss. But then there are those people that that aren't a big fan of the 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 change in tone from one to two. I don't know those people. So. <laughs> and then three is also not even like a horror movie. <laughs> It's like, well, yeah, it's like, that's just like an uh, action adventure. It's yeah. awesome. I love it, but it's, you know. I think out of those, that's not my, my least favorite. Army of Darkness. Really? So then you would have to say, what do you like more, Army of Darkness or Scream 3? Well, then Army of Darkness wins there, too. So, Well, t- I'll take Scream 3. I put the same poll on Twitter, and 68% said, yes, it is the most consistent right. franchise ever. There you, there you go. Well, I, I mean, know, I could argue that, but then again, you could also argue that Leprechaun is the most, it's, it's mostly consistently bad, but it's, it's, it's fun. Consistent. It's fun. Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> if you, because I wasn't specific on what consistency. Right? It's <laughs> all right, man. We get it. Everybody has their own opinion, man. Because for me, Child's Play was only good with the first three and that remake. Oh, don't the TV the, the TV uh-uh. shows, TV shows there. cool. I like the show. Yes, it uh, is. The don't movies. go there, Naz. After three, you lose no, me at Naz, Cedar don't Chippen. go there. Oh, you, I'll go there. You lose me at Cedar Nope, nope. Oh, they're all soldiers. Every, every fucking Child's Play movie is amazing. Uh-uh. Yep. I don't know about that. That's yep. Chucky. Cedar Chucky and... I love Cedar Chucky, Curse man. and Colt and... Oh, that was Colt cool. was good. I didn't like I Curse, didn't. but Colt was cool. I liked Colt. Colt was like a different thing, though. Colt was a little bit more serious. Cedar Chucky, man. I mean, you're disemboweling rappers while they're sitting terrible. trying to fuck you. Come on. Oh, no. That's fun, guys. That's fun. All right, let's move on. So... <laughs> Friday the 13th, What's all next? of them were good, Mr. except feedback. for... 
He wanted nine. Tilly to play the Virgin Mary. Nine. Uh, you, Jason you, Goes to Hell was the worst one. Okay, I was about to say. Okay, I was like, you're not going to stake your claim in Jason Goes to Hell, right? No, that was, that was trash. I don't care what I wasn't, says. I wasn't a fan of the Manhattan one, but... Uh, that one's awesome. I, I just... All right. I, I just bought that hockey mask. At, at How could you not Toys. like the Manhattan one? I could watch him kicking that fucking jukebox over or that that boombox over <laughs> on a loop for like ten hours, just be happy. Fantastic. All right. Well, if you don't mind, uh, a two-hour <laughs> movie with a an hour and fifty minutes of riding on a boat, getting there, you're good. So where else are they going to get on. there? The horse the lake that connects to New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The horror stand says, Scream for me. There you go, Steve. Scream for me. It's his favorite. But Evil Dead is really consistent. Still need to see Rise, though. So there you go. Scream is in the running. Uh, let's welcome our new members Miles Bennell. Bennell or Bennett? Bennell. Um, Tom Landreth, Eric Fernando, Alexis Nelson, and Ryan Cavalline. Give me back my horror movies. The the final sacrifice is a top tier sequel. Do you guys agree? We'll see. Wait, what is? Spoiler. Children of the Corn (laughs) Two. Children of the Corn Two. The final sacrifice. Top tier sequel, according to a podcast that's called "Give Me Back My Horror Movies." We're gonna find out. So, Uh, (laughs) um, Uh, let's see. Okay, we got uh, Night Official Movie. Send us an email. And that's spelled N-I-G-H-T, so I guess that's going to be the name of the movie. It says, hey there, my team and I are currently in development of a high-action, super gory horror movie called Night. And I was wondering if we could schedule a podcast with you, Brian. What do you think? Hey, why not? Uh, Let's see. Me and a couple of actors from the film Two to Three Max... We would highly appreciate it and think it would be a great content for you and us. So I think we're all about that. Night is a dark, violent, and super gory horror movie about a young student that is being brutally psychologically tormented and hunted down by an unknown force after witnessing a horrible murder in the woods. Are you down, Nez? Where can I see this? We are going to get a screener in the doing interview. So... Sounds awesome. All right. We'll check it out. Um, Matt Wood says, guys, don't watch the pool. It's fucking dumb. It wasn't that dumb. <laughs> he said in my bottom five for that year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Our show intro <clears throat> and all of our new logos come from. Drum roll, please. Steve Carlton from hey. the Geeks. And be on the lookout for more great stuff from Steve. There's been stuff done um, for a minute. You just haven't put it out. I know. I just haven't switched it over to T-shirt format. We got Somebody needs to help me figure that out, but we'll, we'll get to it. Our original uh, skull artwork comes from Natsulani. If you would like to help the show, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. We'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount. And for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary. And now it's time for our main attractions. Uh, let the children of the court, let the children of the court retrospective begin. We're doing Thank all you, of them. Steve. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> yeah. This right. might so, end up like the Van Damme. Like, not like today. What are we do first? <laughs> yeah. What happened to all that, man? What happened to all the Van Damme movies? I gotta try to convince those. I've been. I ha- I'm ready. I'm ready. I spent. You know how much time it took me to make that fucking intro? Okay. I'm One ready. Of the- 
best intros ever. Slide it over with us, and we'll do the rest. I'm ready. You guys want to jump on? I will move the intro right over. If Nez, you want to do it? Yeah, wherever you left off, let's go from forward. I think we left off. The one that we left off with was the one with uh, Rob Schneider, where they're like they're like doing like like bootleg clothes in like Thailand or something. I want you to understand. (laughs) I remember that one. I remember that one. This is later Van Damme career. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we've already knocked out the awesomes, so (laughs) we're we're getting into the weeds. But there's still some cool ones in there. Rob Schneider. What? I never even heard of this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Knockoff jeans. Yeah, the knockoff. The knockoff. It's called knockoff, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all, y'all ready to y'all ready to dive into the cornfields now? Outlander! Outlander! Get over there, he's gonna come. Get over there. Over there. All right, come with me down this street. Outlander! Outlander! We have your woman. She still lives. Outlander, maybe you don't hear so well. Oh, I've been ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Children of the Corn, 1984. A young couple is trapped in a remote town where a dangerous religious cult of children believes that everyone over age 18 must be killed. Okay, is this Children of the Corn or, or um, what's that movie, Nez, uh, where they were running to get away from... Uh, the, the Farrah Fawcett was in it. Help me out here. What? <laughs> <laughs> they were running. Logan's, the movie Logan's with running Farrah Fawcett. Logan's oh, run. Logan's run. They kill him. Oh, they, they I was like, wait, whatever. what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was very vague. <laughs> yeah, what, what are you talking about? She was only in it for like two scenes. <laughs> I could just see Nez in his head going through all the different scenes in his in his backlog of like Farrah Fawcett running and trying to figure out. I was, I was thinking, there's a lot. There's there's a lot for sure. All right, director director of Children of the Corn was Fritz Kirsch, also known for Into the Sun and the Swamp Thing TV series. Not tough Uh, turf. Was it tough turf that we reviewed? Yeah. Okay. I missed segue into that and tell people to listen to Stream Fiends. Yep. Dang. See? <laughs> Drop the ball, bro. Hey, <laughs> Philip usually does this. Give me a break. Come on. Writer, writer George Goldsmith, also known for Blue Monkey and Hot Child in the City. How about that? Yikes. Um, all right. Here we go with the trivia. The real corn was used for most of the filming. Uh, polyurethane corn had to be used for the more difficult action, action sequences. <laughs> I have no no idea why. Because those um, fucking those the blades on the corn, like the that shit is the stalks, like that shit hurts, like it's sharp. Yeah, like, running through razor blades. Yeah, like you have to. They probably had to have like fake ones. So they can't have those kids running through there getting all cut up. Eighties. <laughs> 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 different different time, boys and girls. Yeah. I'm quoting Nez now. It's, of course. <laughs> okay. The tagline, and a child shall lead them, comes from Isaiah 11.6 in the Old Testament, which reads, and the wolf shall dwell with a lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf and the young lion and the 
fattling together, and a little child shall lead them. And speaking of a little child leaving us, Steve, you're our guest. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I might be the youngest one on that list. So. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. Okay. <laughs> tell, tell, tell us all about <laughs> Tell us all about Children of the Corn, man. What would you think? So this whole thing started when Brian posted the, the poster of the new one that came out this year. And I, we got into the comments, and then one thing led to another, and here we are. Now, I <clears throat> I do really like the first movie. I, I, I'm, i like, on the verge of loving it, and I like it more yeah. and more each time I watched it. I've watched it twice nice. okay. just recently, once before, like, two weeks ago, and then once just this week for the show. Um, there, It's one of those nostalgic – it's a lot of nostalgic for me because it's one of those ones that I snuck in. I wasn't supposed to watch it. Woke up in the middle of the night, you know, took the tape, freaking watched it, scared as shit in my bedroom. And it just always stuck with me as one of those, like, sneaking away. I got away with it, you know? So it was like this – it was a big deal in the horror history for me. Right. And watching it now, like, the theme, the music is, like, iconic. Like, that theme that they have is – that's like up there. That is, like, it's catchy. They could have ran with that. Unfortunately, they dropped it off like it didn't even happen going forward. So that sucks. But like, I love the music. I think uh, everybody actually acted really well. I mean, you know, you got Isaac and his screechy ass voice, but like Courtney Gaines is straight up terrifying. And, you know, the religious part of this and how like you could just see how how it went down like it i just thought it was all done really well it's very 1984 you know it's it's a lot of it you know the grain of it but i still like a lot of like the practical stuff like you know the car hitting the little kid i like uh <laughs> <laughs> you know the dummy shots you know i love that kind of stuff i love the weird trying to be cool with the computer graphics you know and they're trying to do some cool stuff but like the practicals are great that shit moving under the dirt is awesome oh, yeah. and it has one of the best explosions ever at the end like they did a real ass explosion and it looked good so i don't know not, i have a lot of C fun with not that. cgi how cool is that right and I, such a simple way to do it because uh it's just a, a wheelbarrow turned upside down right under a tarp cover with dirt and there you go and they're just dragging it through but it looks it looks crazy you know uh so I don't know. I I love the opening with the that the attack in the diner. I mean, the body count for this movie is really low, but right. you know, this opening is a really cool shot. Um, I love that whole scene. So for me, I I'm a big fan of this first Children of the Corn movie. So uh, I love it. Um, Nez, you go. I love this movie. First time we saw it. <laughs> wow, oh, man. Shot. Linda Hamilton, right? Yeah, you got Sarah Connor in there. I think this was right after Terminator. It was either before or after, I can't remember. Around the but, same time, sure. Uh, yeah, this movie was awesome. Um, Courtney Gaines, he's, every time I see him, he's Malachi. Yeah. I met I met him once. Yeah. He was cool. Isaac, still creepy today. You know he uh, was 24 when he made this? Yeah. Damn, dude. I've only he seen, looks so much younger. But that's I've awesome. Only, what a way to great casting, you know? Great. I've only seen Isaac in this, the sixth one, and it was a, com <laughs> a commercial. Oh, yeah, 666. Six, six. Spoiler. <laughs> Isaac's return. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> he did a commercial for, he like. He wants you too, Lance. He yeah. wants you too. <laughs> 
some I was either commercial for candy or cereal. I can't remember. Uh, or he cigarettes. Was still, he was still three. supposed to be a little kid. I'm like, what's Isaac right. doing? I guess you got to work. From what I understand, he's a teacher somewhere. I don't know. He might be retired. But yeah, um, I was all in on this one. I mean, I've always been like not that big of a fan of, of religion. I mean, whatever floats your sure. boat. Boys and yeah. girls, it's up to you. Whatever you want to believe in. Steve, but Stephen this, King, Stephen King's not a fan. That's for damn sure. Yeah, this this type of this type of stuff to to where these people believe it that much. Yeah. Um. I uh, I'm not I'm not with it because these are the ones that are like right. trying to force it on you. So I, I'm not I'm not all with that. But anyway, um, I thought the setting was awesome out in Gatlin, Nebraska. I don't know if you guys ever been in Nebraska. My uh, father-in-law's from. Um, uh, Winnebago, and uh, where my uh, sister-in-law lives, man, she's like right in the middle of a cornfield. Basically, you got to drive down this uh, oh wow road, which just covered with corn corn stalks, and right. then you come to you come to this opening, and there's her house. Like actually, the actual corn stalks and everything are is her fence. Holy shit! And this would have scared the fuck out of me if I. So, exactly. Sound like Freddy like versus Jason. Holy hell! Exactly, dude. I w- I went out to the. It was at night. I went out to get something in the car. Right. And I just stood there, and it was kind of breezy, so you can you can hear the wind blow through the corn stalks. I just stood Did you hear there. Any rats in the corn. I didn't hear nothing, man. I was waiting for he who walked around the rose to come out. But they, I do. I shit you not, man. It scared me. I just stood there for a minute, yeah. looking like anyone could be staring right at me. Yep. Yeah, and I yep. I couldn't see him. I just I just went back inside and locked the door. But man, that, that's I give it to her. She still lives there today, and that's spooky. But I love this movie. I thought all the characters were cool. Uh, Job, he was cool. Um, the Sarah, the little girl, she was cool. Uh, of course, Isaac Malachi and everybody else. Um, that one dude, he was in uh, Point Break. Something. He was in North Shore, and he was in Return of the Living Dead. The one guy that uh, that cut the um, the the swastika, or not swastika, right. the, the pentagram in yeah. his chest yeah. oh, when they were yeah, in that church. Yeah, yeah, the kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was in all those movies. I met him he, too. He's really cool. He went on to have a big career. You ain't um, gonna, but, no, so you ain't gonna talk about Peter Horton. That's side awesome. out, side seconds. out. Greatest volleyball movie <laughs> ever. Side <laughs> out. <volleyball movies. laughs> I just remember Yo, him in a. That dude's, got, that dude's got fucking wheels, bro. <laughs> when he starts running, yeah. he is gone. He's out of there. <laughs> <laughs> that fool's legs are dumb long. <laughs> he just takes off on those kids. They can't keep up with him for shit. I mean, I, I laugh. Eric, my son, my youngest son, got into the Stephen King movies, so he started watching all the, the TV shows and the old movies, and he watched this one. Right. He goes, do I need to see the other ones? I say, well, if you got time and you want to. But other than that, this is the best one you need to cool. see. Because this is the only one that Stephen King had something to do with. But but overall, this movie's awesome. I love it. I can watch it whenever it's on. And, yeah, it's here in my library. I think I, I have got the VHS. The VHS. Yeah, sure I, think, I think I have it. But oh, I got yeah. the, the good one with the fucking the actual poster, you know, the orange background with the black hand with the sickle and a child. Yeah. And like, it's awesome. That's the poster I want. That was out of all the many posters that are out there at conventions. That's the best one. Mm-hmm. I love how the little uh, the, the silhouettes of the kids. Yep. With their little there. eyes and shit. Yeah, that eyes. one's that's sweet. But I thought they 
they picked a good cast to be in this film. Agreed. If you guys have read, did you read the short story, Lance? Yeah, it's been I, it's yeah. been years, but it's, I mean, it, it it obviously is a lot goes a lot further than the short story, but it I think they did it well. It was mainly about the the kid side of it. And then the right. movie focused more on um, yeah, the strangers coming into town, right? Yeah, Bert and Vicky. They kind of focused more on them. It was it was mainly all the all the kids telling the story. Yeah, but I mean, it did had it's it had its similarities to everything. But but yeah, this movie's awesome. And uh, R. G. Armstrong, you can't go wrong when when he pops up in a movie. He was uh, the gas station guy. The, oh God! <laughs> him and uh, his dog Sarge. He was great though. He acted his ass off. Like I believed right? everything about him, and he had enough. He was like, yeah. "Let's go!" Like yeah, I loved for, it. For that scene, they had to cut the the scene short for budget reason, reasons. Reasons you're yeah. supposed to find. They're supposed to find the the dog's head under the hood. Oh Not, no. not the bandana. Well. Yeah, but I guess I guess like when I was a kid. I saw the bandana there and like there was uh-huh. like some confusion when I was younger and the first time I saw it, you know, when I was like 10, I was like, what is that? Like, and it was e- almost scarier for me. Like I knew as soon as he said, the old man said his dog, I was like, oh, it's this sure. dark bandana thing. But like, right. Sometimes when you don't see it, it's even scarier than scarier. When you're old, yeah. What you your know? mind conjures up. Sure. And like when he That's- goes after those kids in the garage and then it just cuts to the fucking clouds rolling dumb fast across the cornfield. It's like, right. It's it's just great. I don't know. There's it's like old school horror stuff, and I you know yeah. some there's a good time and a place for the gore and in your face stuff, but some of these other things I like just as good. Yeah, this movie is awesome. I love it. Brian, Brian, I bet you're a fan. Yeah, I uh, loved this since I was a kid. Uh, remember this? This used to scare the shit out of me, and not for the reasons you think. Just the thought of being in the situation where. You would neither have to join these kids and killing your parents, or they'll just kill you. And joining them is not the mm-hmm. fucking greatest thing because you're not allowed to do shit. You can't fucking draw. You can't listen to music. You can't do yes. nothing. Yeah. But the Did the you? stand standout performance to me is uh, Courtney Gaines as Malachi because that guy goes for it. Like I was looking at some behind the scenes stuff. He actually. That scene with Linda Hamilton where he's holding her by her face and he's screaming Outlander and he's like, I got your woman. Mm-hmm. He actually bruised up her face. He was like squeezing her face so hard. It shows, man. He's getting into it. Uh, you can do all, but you can do whatever you want in this town if you're psychic. If you're psychic, you're good to go. Like, right. Hey, yeah, you got if you, the gift if you, have, sight, you could do whatever you want. Yeah, but if you're just another kid, then you get caught doing something. They'll send Malachi to come see you. Just stick your ass up there with the blue man. <laughs> Even when um, Peter Horton from uh, Side Outland or uh, Nez uh, shows up to the church, mm-hmm. um, they they don't want Isaac. They're like at first they're like go get Isaac, and then they're like no, go get Malachi, and all the kids <laughs> are all like ooh. <laughs> That was awesome. I love that part. Well, they didn't want a speech, man. They wanted a man of action. <laughs> yeah. I kind of give a shit. He'll kill a kid, but, right? No problem. Uh, Nez, I'm with you on that one. Uh, that that does freak me out. The, the 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 religious people that push it upon you and yeah, that's never, all this town was about. You know, you heard never it from a good adults. Thing. You heard that it from never ends kids. well. Yeah, you even heard it on the damn radio. 
Like they yeah. only have one radio station and it played the same thing over and over. But it seemed like sure. all the kids were in except for the uh, the two that we're following, Job and Sarah, because they were all in the cornfield. They all saw that fucking he who walks behind the rose. He fucking mm-hmm. so they they were all in. Like well, I don't know so much of it was like they were forcing anybody to join. Well, like they Job, all like, oh shit. Job had a good life. He right before his dad got murdered, he was drinking milkshakes and having a good <laughs> old time. He still had a milkshake mustache when he got blood yeah. all over his face. That's a hell of a shot, you know, like innocence <laughs> and innocence lost all at once. I like I that. Fe- yeah, I, I felt for everybody in that scene, but the one to me who got the worst was the guy that stick his hand in the meat slicer. <laughs> I love how his hand is like spread out and then it gets closer and he knuckles up and you're like, yeah. oh, oh shit, he's just buying himself a couple extra seconds. Yeah. Uh, so good but i i can't say too many more good things about it. everybody else has already said so lance you gonna bring us down no not at all man uh, i i enjoyed it dude I, I i love the fact that when they were driving they actually had uh the the short story collection collection on the windshield that this short story it, it, appeared in which i thought was pretty cool it was very stephen king everything in here his stephen king fucking hates organized religion in case you couldn't tell from all those other movies and books. Well, there's a whole dialogue but, uh, when they're listening to the preacher on the radio. Uh, they're just making fun of it the whole time. And they, so. and they did great. I think they did a great job of adapting the short story. And maybe it wasn't more from the kid's point of view. It's from like a super sexy Linda Hamilton and the other guy's point of view. Like where they were like strangers in a strange land. It reminded me more of the short story called Rock and Roll Heaven that Stephen King wrote where they basically show up at a diner. And uh, they're like, hey, that guy that waited on us looked just like Buddy Holly. That's kind of weird. And they're, they're like driving around. And that's was that fucking Elvis? You know, it's like basically all the dead rock and roll stars. And it's like they're hell and they're heaven because they're every, every fucking night. Everybody uh, is, gathers in the middle of town and listens to a concert by like Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, Elvis, Pre- all the dead people perform every night. But that reminded me of this quite a bit. When they're driving into the town and they're, you know, going to these places like the diner and the hotel they stay in and stuff like that. But um, I don't know, man. It's 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 definitely um, it's definitely the best of the two (laughs) children children of the corn movies. What's 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 your history, Lance? Have you seen any children of the corn before this? As of this recording, I've seen one and two. So we're in for a treat. (laughs) We're definitely in for a treat. I I enjoyed it. I really did, man. I, th- I thought it I thought it was very well done, very Stephen Kingish, and it totally kept up with uh, everything he believes in in his stories. I think the acting was good. Uh, the kids were creepy as fuck, which was always helpful in a movie. And um, I, yeah, I, I'm gonna give this one a, a a pretty good rating, I think. So, um, Steve, I'll start with you, man. What's your rating? One to ten. Uh, I'm going to give Children of the Corn a 9. 1984's Children of the Corn is... I don't really know what else they could have done to get me more in. Um, You know, one of the things that I heard a lot about was people complaining about how uh, it just sort of ends. But I was watching it this last time, and I kind of love how it ends. Like, I, I love that, like... Like, they're sitting there, and so many times this happens in the movie where, like, they're dead to rights, but then somebody yells... And then, you know, they, they can get the upper hand. Like when all those right. kids surround 
homeboy in the middle of town, and then they're like, Outlander, and they look, and then he just runs. <laughs> he just runs away because <laughs> right. everyone takes their eyes off him for a second. And then here, that girl's got him dead to right. She's got the hook. And, like, what a great – like, there's, like, nice, you know, whimsical music playing. And then he sits down in the car, and then da 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 You know, the music <laughs> breaks back up, and there's a huge hook. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, and she's like, interloper. And just enough time for him to, like, you know, yank her into the front seat. Sure. slams the door on her head, knocks her the fuck out. And then uh, I love how he's like, I don't know what to do. Linda Hamilton's like, send her a fucking postcard. Let's go. Yeah, he's yeah. so what concerned. He's just like, she's she's totally unconscious. But, but it's it's the best because then it stands up. It is this wide shot. It just says the end. And then it shows Linda Hamilton walking away with the kids. And Peter Horton is just standing there with his hand on his head. Like, what the fuck just happened this whole movie takes place in one he, afternoon <laughs> he doesn't know what's right. happening because yeah. also by the by the end of this movie they they have two kids that they're taking care of all of a sudden <laughs> i know yeah. like a shotgun adoption you know yeah like, see they, yeah, they, they you guys want to go to seattle instead of a whole different movie <laughs> But, but like, it, I just loved the reaction because it's just Peter Horton standing there just like trying to process right. everything that just happened. And, you know, it's 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 damn near perfect for me. So, all right. Uh, nine. Nine. Are, for you, me. are you that hype? Nazi? you 10 on 10. I'm going higher. This is a 10. I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all of all the ones I've seen, I've seen. Uh-huh. Uh, what is there? Nine of them. I've seen the first. I've seen the First three, uh, then part six, and then this last new, this newest one. Those are the ones that I've seen. I've, you know what, uh, Nez, I think I'm actually, I didn't factor in the music part of it because they even have like some synthwave oh, shit in there too. Yeah. Like when they're like getting lost in the car and it's like dun dun dun, and you got like the, the Casio fucking going nuts. Yeah, you're right. This is a ten. Oh, yeah, the the, the, the score tens. alone Holy is shit. a ten. It's it's, it's awesome. Maybe it it's the all or nothing days, uh, especially practical. on a children of the corn scale. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, oh, the, the no, effects no, at the no, end. No. The effects at the end, cheesy, but they're they're effective, especially for right? 1984. Right. I mean, not to today's standards when everyone was oh, it was it was so fake looking. I mean, <laughs> when, when they launched Isaac like a fucking rocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that was real. They screaming? shot something up. Yeah, I mean, so you you can't go around and just uh, how Isaac came out at the end, Malachi, yeah. and he wants you too, and all this. So it was like all he did with the tweak of the knob, changed his voice, and that was creepy. Yeah. But I mean, I, I just love the way it went. It, it wasn't that long of a movie. It goes by so fast. It's just boom, 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 boom. Right. Next thing you know, the credits are rolling. That's what I loved about this. If you do remember all the eight, all the eighties Stephen King movies, they were all hour and a half. Nothing was really long. I think yeah. the one which I loved, uh, Christine, it. It, the John Carpenter one. It's a John Carpenter film. How he makes his film, so it's not, it's not just boom, 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 right after another. He draws it out, but it's still amazing. But this one, it had everything I wanted. Um, I did. I didn't not read the book. I still haven't read it. Or the story. Somebody read it all on uh, YouTube, so I listened to the whole thing. Like the lady was reading the book, she read the story. So that's how I learned that it was mainly about the kids and not about okay. uh, Bert and uh, and Vicky. So, but overall, I loved it. I think it's an awesome film, and this is definitely one of the the '80s uh, films that are just to me 
are awesome. This is one of the the one higher up ones of, uh, of out of the '80s Stephen King films. That's yeah, why I strong, give it a ten. Strong words. Strong words. Uh, you guys know I don't give tens, so I can't give it a ten. But I will give it a nine and a half. And the reason it doesn't get wow. ten wow. is because. They should have beat the fuck out of some of these kids in this movie. <laughs> there was too much shoving and nudging no, kids out the way. Bert slaps Malachi around like a little bitch. Pow, he even backhands him. Pow, winds up for it. Pow. <laughs> yeah, but that that's that's built up. That, that's a lot of built up frustration with Malachi. I, I this is, that whole church scene. I would have been. Swinging, it would, I would have recreated that scene from Boy, Boy, was it Boys in the Hood? Oh, Keep shit. Walks in the room and he's just like swinging at nothing. Right. Or you could read the scene from Don't Be a Menace where there's a bunch of little yeah. kids running in. There you go. A bunch of the kids. <laughs> that would have been me in the church in Children of the Corn. Right. But, I'm just kicking. Another thing, I mean, when I was watching this new one, I was thinking, um, this is Nebraska. I'm sure it's gun crazy right. everywhere. Nobody had a gun. No one had a pistol or anything. <laughs> Especially at the beginning, some kid starts coming in. I'm pulling mine out and boom, boom, start yeah. blasting kids. Well, it's, but, not, it's, <laughs> not, it's not Texas. It's not Texas, Naz. But, yeah. you know. I know, but, but man, Nebraska someone had be, to have a, a yeah. pistol or a, it's a rifle or something. We should have seen you some would, kids you would think getting so. worked over. You would think so. Sure. Yeah, I, I, you know, when I can visualize somebody had to have at least a gun holster or something on their on their belt, and you see, a bunch those, of kids. yeah, one of those old guys in the diner, right? Yeah, and you see a and bunch did, of kids come in with knives and sickles, and yeah, how did the yeah, blue man phony, who has a gun, phony, yeah, not take out a couple? But I don't know. I, I didn't know. Make well, I, I also love what their ex- explanation. They were saying that like he was trying to burned down the corn and they were like well what happened and they were like malachi like i love that they just use him as like a describing right. like a like a descriptor word instead of like like what actually happened oh malachi happened so okay okay we get it <laughs> yeah All right, crazy ass guy this is what everyone wants to hear do we really have two tens and a, and a 9.5 yeah come yep. on Naz. this is what the the audience is waiting on no this is a good strong seven it's 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 a good movie it's a good Stephen King movie. They they take a lot of his elements in there. A lot of the religion, a lot of the people driving into a strange town, a lot of the and the children she'll lead. But honestly, guys, Star Trek did it better. With Mary, the episode <laughs> you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta save and the, this argument. And the episode and the children she'll lead. But I'll take that up with Sean. That was a so. good episode though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but did they all murder their parents? But they all went like this. No, they were like, bunk, bunk. Uh, no, right. there was some kind of disease that was killed everyone. It's a strong it's a strong seven. I enjoyed it. I loved it. It's a good movie. Strong so, seven. Downhill from here. With Are you guys ready for the next film? I yeah. am not because I need to go. My grandkids need to get in bed. Uh, so have you seen? But yeah, part two? I have. 
quick score. Thing that, quick score only, has... I couldn't. I don't remember much. The only thing I remember right. is I love right. how it Fair started. Enough. How the where this one ends, it starts like the next day. That's yeah, what, even what though it was about it. eight years later. But yeah, yeah, and and the main kid in it, the main bad kid, I don't, I don't right. remember him. And this just happened the day before, so I don't even know who that kid is. <laughs> but all right. But overall, I mean, from what I remember, I did like this one. I probably need to watch it again. All right. Probably ten continue. on ten for Naz. So uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know. I'm going to pencil you down for a ten, and we, we can change it later. I'll let you know next time. All right. All right I fair go. enough. All right, guys. All right. Thanks. All right. Let's uh, set it off later on. All right. All right, cool. Bye, guys, later. All right, game of, game of volleyball later on. All right, so Children of the Corn 2, The Final Sacrifice, 1992, a journalist. But was he really a journalist? Was it really The Final Sacrifice? Yeah, <laughs> no like shit. 11 movies. Yeah, good point. Um, a journalist uh, and his son traveled to Nebraska to investigate the mysterious town of Gatlin, where, unbeknownst to them, a murderous cult of children is still waiting in the cornfields. Director David Price, also known for Dr. Jekyll and Ms. Hyde. Uh, mm. Writers A.L. Katz and Gilbert Adler, based on a story by Stephen King. In a 2016 interview with the Deadline Hollywood News, Stephen King admitted that he could have done without all of the Children in the Corn sequels. <laughs> I... I can see that. You and us both. Okay, Terrence Knox and Rosalind Allen, who played the love interest in the film, didn't like each other. Now, is that the two that were sweating so much when they oh, were they fucking? They were so sweaty. God. <laughs> it was hot as fuck in that room. God, you could just, like, smell it. Ugh. Well, it the trivia definitely says they did not like each other. It took a lot of convincing to finally get Allen to do the sex scene. And oh, to you, do you it. had to convince him? Yeah, okay. <laughs> agreed to do it if they could get it in three shots. And they did. Which with lots says. of sweat. Um, and the last thing, the town hall that was torched was actually a house the local fire department had selected to use for training. So, uh, real life uh, movie st- shit, I guess. So, uh, And the explosion at the end was... I'm pretty sure the same explosion from the first movie. So you think so? I'm well, pretty Steve, sure it's like shot for shot. Steve, you go first. I'm grabbing another beer, but I'll be right back. But go All ahead and right. jump in. Children of the Corn 2, the final sacrifice. As Nez said, I do like the way it starts off right when it right like right mm-hmm. from the go. And they even mention Bert and Vicky. And uh, you know, they mention Isaac, they mention a lot of that stuff. So that was cool. Um, I guess my big problem is the huge tonal shift that this movie takes. And uh, man, Nez isn't here. That, you know, I wanted to get his opinion on the <laughs> the Native American character that was in here. <laughs> I, I looked him up. He's actually Native American because there's been quite a few movies where me and Nez have reviewed, and Stephen Lang is playing Native American or James Remar. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Right. And he did, his voice did sound like, Hey, my name is Tom Ascott, <laughs> you know, like, but, uh, you know, um, I liked that it. it took place in Hemingford. That was right there. Uh, 
it's just a tonal shift. You know, the the kills were weak sauce. They took a lot of inspiration from Wizard of Oz, it feels like, for most of this movie. Um, Wizard of Oz and Gremlins, actually, is what I would <laughs> say for some of these kills. Even though they are kind of funny, and, like, some of the stuff is funny, but, like, that first Children of the Corn movie was, like, perfection. And they're trying to bring in the jokes with this. And I don't know. And, like, Mordecai, I'm sorry, Mordecai is no Malachi. Mordecai's garbage. Get out of here. I don't like this. Which one was Mordecai? Mordecai was like the blonde haired, like the big kid that was like. Oh, when what I said needs to happen, these kids need to get fucked up more and he gets fucked up at the end. Yeah, he gets the thing thrown through his belly. Yeah. (laughs) And that awesome smash cut. (laughs) It's like primo editing, you know. Uh, But it's just. Totally, and like Lance, you said that in the in in the description, you were like, "Oh, they're going to to investigate Gatlin." They didn't know anything about Gatlin. They just happened upon it. Like they were just driving around. Like I don't even know what the fuck they were doing out there. <laughs> he was like talking to this guy about spending time. Like they immediately introduced all this drama between the son and dad. Yeah. And like yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, like, Sorry, I missed my plane. Dad or whatever. Yeah, like, as soon as he did that, he was like, you know, you can start calling me dad. Or he called him Tom or some shit. He was like, you can call me dad. And I was right? like, oh, I wanted uh, to ask you, Steve, is is that the, the, the one Power Ranger kid? Who? In the original show? The, the Danny. Yeah, no. He's kind of looked look like him, right? He's no Power Ranger. Okay. No. I, no. I, kept, I kept calling him not Emilio Estevez. Because it's like he was trying so hard to act like Emilio Estevez and Repo Man. Like, fuck you, Dad. Fuck you, man. Come on, man. You know? Well, and it, and it, they made such a big deal about making it happen like the next day, but yet like a decade's worth right? of fashion changes have happened. Like, of course. Pepper's yes. was very stuck sure. in the 80s. And this one, like, that kid was wearing like high top Nikes. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> you know? Like, those, those things had pumps on them. You know, that wasn't around in 84. So, uh, I don't know. And then, you know, there's all this love interest with this girl, and she's moving fucking quick. It's like day two. She's like, take me to New York. I'm like, God damn. They go swimming in jeans. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, she was like washing her hair, but then, like, it panned out, and it was like a dam, and it was just like runoff. She was washing her hair, and I was like, (laughs) like, that's not a waterfall. Get out of there. (laughs) What are you doing? Um, it's just not as good. Uh, I'd you know we could it's talk just about not as good. We could talk about some of the kills. I don't know if you could hear me, Lance, but I was saying that like I think they took inspiration from Wizard of Oz and Gremlins with their kills here, hey, and boy, the body rough, counts. Rough stuff, man. Oh, what but, a world! What a world! <laughs> <laughs> dude, the house falls on her and her feet are sticking out. I know, dude. I it's, caught that too. It's like it's the, the wicked witch and then, of the East. And whatever. then her sister comes. Right? You know, her, her know. sister comes. I'm like, another one? And then, like, then they, they do what the gremlins did with that old lady's chair that flew, flew up the stairs. They take... Right. He flips a switch on this remote control for an RC car and now he's controlling her wheelchair. <laughs> that was the one cool part of the movie I really enjoyed. Yeah, that was great. That, that was that, fun. How that dummy flew through that. Oh, uh, the dummy flying was great and then the old man instead of was like, bingo! Like, ah, oh, it's fucking clutch. Like, that is... That is it's goodness, but it's like, it's still really bad. It's the tonal shift from... It's, it's one bad to goodness, is, right? is almost enough to give you a whiplash. So I didn't like this one as much. Uh, but what about you, Brian? 
I agree with you. There's a big tonal change. The first one was more serious. This one had some, I guess the word to use is goofy moments. But if I had to pick out any positives, I will say the kid playing uh, Micah. Right. He was trying. I felt like he was was in there giving it as best he could because I felt like he was, you're on mute. I'll say he watched he watched Isaac's uh, uh, yeah. highlight reel. You know, he was trying to hit those tones. It felt like he was in a completely different movie than everybody else. Right. And I did the, the whole relationship with the, the father son was garbage. Just yeah. the, the, the I was supposed to be on a plane. Sorry, I missed it. I'm like, so you're not supposed to hang out with your dad. You were supposed to be somewhere else. Or then he calls his son a mistake. I made that mistake 16 years ago. Yeah, and then he says he tells his son, "Deal with it." <laughs> I'm still like, trying wow. to out. Yeah, that's rough, man. Which he says he had his son when he was 17, and he's he looks like that now. Yeah, that bad, that guy's had a rough life. <laughs> and like and like and like someone like him just rolls into town and just like well, ends up hooking up with this hot friggin' hotel owner. Like, yeah. dang. I was about to say, at least she was hot, and her T-shirt, you do have to admit, her T-shirt said, come stay at our hotel where we will sleep with you, or whatever it said on the on the, oh, on the, the T-shirt top with the, t-shirt. where she had the shoulder pads? Yeah. The t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> or it said, come sleep with us, or what did it say? It said something. I thought he was looking at her tits for a second. I couldn't I tell. was, so I don't know if he was or not, but, uh, uh, but I think he was. I will say for me, Micah, and then the, the the kills, they were goofy, but they they were fun. I, I laughed. Yeah. You know, with the, the house falling, or, or you know, the the what a world, what a world. I love how she, she just chases that cat under there, and then she turns around. And there's just all these kids walking around all over. It, it, it was uh, kind of a, it was kind of a so bad it's good, right? And the yeah, way that, how they they just had at the least tool admit to that to lower it like. That takes some engineering knowledge to like what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> I was confused with the the burning of the church. Could nobody jump through the window and get out? Well, they barred the. I guess. But Brian, well, is it? But Brian, they had to. The fire department had to practice on a building, so that was the building that was available. So yeah, they were kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, left the actors in there. You guys need to burn down a building. <laughs> we need a bunch of motherfuckers dead. But uh, another bright spot, I, I was talking about it with Steve. Um, uh-huh. You were not on. Um, was they finally answered my prayer of somebody do something to one of these kids? And oh, thank God! Yeah, kids through the yes. the spear or whatever, and he caught it. Oh yeah, right corn. back at him. I was like, <laughs> Fuck, yeah. I don't think it works that way though with a with a fucking cornstalk. <laughs> that thing went right through him. <laughs> that was like yeah. a spear made out of adamantium. For fuck's that was sake, kind of man. a cool scene too, you know. Not for nothing, when that news crew gets stuck in the corn and like, oh yeah, like Early the corn on. just kills well, you, them. Like you that know, was those right. guys were fucked, right? Because they fucked with him. Like, hey man, you work for the National Enquirer. Fuck you, you're not a real journalist. Ha well, But yeah, but I mean, like, they okay, say- they're gonna die. Yeah, but everything they were saying was true. <laughs> it is true, but you know, you knew they were getting set up to die. That guy's kind of a piece <laughs> of shit, anyways. I'm not like team that guy. So. Well, yeah, he's like, uh, what? What are they doing? Like stories on ghosts and Monkey Boy and shit like that. Yeah, Bat Boy and you know, <laughs> my Sasquatch lover and shit like that. You know. Yes. <laughs> and he's dragging this poor, not Emilio Estevez son around. <laughs> and then the other kid, 
It's like he grabs know. his bag and he goes and stands by a bus stop sign that looks like it's like 12 years old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's just and then the, the chick comes beans. around the little fucking motor scooter and says, uh, you may be here a while. The next bus is Wednesday. Ha, ha, ha. That chick and comes Wednesday, riding in like a dream come true. I'll tell you what. I know. She had some great tips. She, she knew oh, what she was doing. Was she under 18? <laughs> I don't Probably know. Probably not. Great tips. Probably not the not. actress. But, but in the movie, hey, she definitely was supposed to be. Guys, was it just me? Or like I say, the one kid was not Emilio Estevez. Didn't the bad kid kind of feel a little bit like not Justin Long? Didn't he kind of look like he did, a, he did have a, a young Justin Long or something like that? He did have Long. <laughs> that kid gets it real bad, too. Like the demon was like, oh, shit, I'm about right. to die. And then the demon leaves him so that he can go through the fucking <laughs> through the wood chipper machine or whatever. <laughs> you know what? I actually... I... I, call me crazy. I thought that was a great effect. How it was? I did it too. Was, it was kind of see his face was kind of CGI, and then it went uh-huh. to practical effects. Yeah, I know. Like I was, I had these negative <laughs> thoughts, but I'm talking about it now. And I'm feeling like I had some fun with it. That was just a great, so bad it's a good movie, man. It really was. Well, what 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 you think about it, Lance? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, I it's a piece of shit. It's a horrible, horrible film, but I I, I had fun watching it. Like like you're saying, the special effects of the kid's face like morphing, where it was like uh, it turned into marshmallows in his cheek and shit like that, and then and then it just you know, he just had a straight up demon face for a second. Had a <laughs> demon like, ah. face for a second, like totally changed, and then like you you were talking about the corn stalk where the guy throws the corn stalk and it was like a, a a spear made out of adamantium or something like that where it went straight through him. I mean, you know, a, a movie this fucking horrible. How do you not love it? And then the scenes in the church, when they were all in the church, like shout, oh, he started, he by just, the river. He was digging the uh, the nose out of that one guy, and he started bleeding all oh, over yeah, everybody. Little, little wooden yeah, voodoo, doll. voodoo doll. Oh yes, I loved it when the guy's nose started bleeding. That that part, and then the old the the, the old lady oh, in, the, for, in the wheelchair, and the old but, man. I forgot about him too. Yeah, well, the old uh, man. Where they they stab him with a bunch of uh, needles. Remember, they keep stabbing oh my him with God. syringes, and he just wouldn't pass out. And I'm sure they were all full of like heroin or morphine or something, well, right? Was it was it this movie or the movie before where somebody's getting killed and the little girl with the doll pulls the string? <laughs> oh no, that so was this doll. one. That was the old oh, man. Okay. After after okay. they stab him with all the syringes, and then Mordecai comes up and gives them the knife. Yeah, falls they down. like voodoo dolls. They all throw their suckers at him that he gave him when he was there getting yes, in the bus. They I throw their that. suckers at him, and then it, she man. gives him. She puts hers in his mouth, and then pulls the string on her doll and walks away. <laughs> like, <laughs> gangster. And yeah, when they, when they were in the church, and he was cutting on the little wooden voodoo doll, and he yeah. would like cut at the nose, and the voodoo doll, the wooden voodoo doll, started bleeding, and then this guy's like. You know, standing here like this with blood squirting out of his nose and through his glasses and shit. It was just, I don't know, man. This was this was a that fun was movie cool. to watch. I like that scene in the corn, too, where they have, like, the two kids, one from Hemingford and one from Gatlin, and they cut their hands, and they're like, we are one. You're like, holy shit, they're spreading this shit. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's spreading oh. like crazy. And speaking of Hemingford, if you read the Stephen King book, The Stand, or you watch the miniseries, you realize that Hemingford home is the place where the old folks' home was where Mother Abigail lived, right? So you're talking about literally like in the stand. You're, you're, Stephen King does that this That was right lot. down the street, yeah. Yeah, right down the fucking street, like the next street over. The next, the you, next town over was him. Did and you Trump. guys felt like the, the whole storyline with the corn was extra, the, the poisonous rotten corn? 
Oh, I didn't. Yeah, that was stupid. See, that's like that kind of like it's in the like metachlorian area where I'm like, I don't need you to explain the force right. because you have I love this in the blood. Like, I don't want to hear that. Like, oh, this this mold was going, and so it make it, it triggers kids really easy. I was like, ah, no. Just, I could, they could saw the fucking the demon. Course, they all fucking fell into it. They all are on board. But, you know, mm-hmm. I prefer Dr. that. Dr. Redbear figured it out though. He figured it out. It causes hallucinations especially in young kids and then he just has that moment in young kids okay so you're trying to take the series from being about you know demonology and the supernatural and now all of a sudden you're trying to scientifically explain it it. don't science it up it's too goofy already don't total metachlorian, total metachlorian, guys. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, you're right about I, that, Steve. I didn't like that. I did like. I mean, I didn't like kind of, that either. It's kind of ironic that what's his, what was that guy's name? Red Bear. Uh, Doctor oh, yes, Red Bear. yes, he was actually kind of cool. <laughs> the fact that he got killed by a bow and arrow is like meh. <laughs> Maybe a little <laughs> racist. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like wow, and the black eye dies first. <laughs> You know, I mean, this movie is true. Oh, speaking of which, I can't wait to watch that movie. They can't kill us all first or whatever. You know the one I'm talking (laughs) Uh, about? uh, The Blackening. The the tagline is they can't kill us all first. That's hilarious. (laughs) I'm looking forward to that. I did notice that. I was like, damn, man, that guy's only been in the movie for 30 seconds and he already got it. That's so fast. Stop driving through the corn. You ready for scores, guys? I think so, man. Steve, yeah. I think you're on a 10 at this one, right? Uh, no, this one I'm going to drop back. Down. I'm going to be at like a uh, – I think I'm going to be at like a 7. That's nice. That's good. So only because – you know, I was kind of wrote, running around a 5-6, but then talking right? with you guys, like some of those kills are fun, and I love a good dummy shot. Like, you know, when, uh, <laughs> when Lopan gets it when Lopan gets it in the alleyway in yeah. Big Trouble in Little China, that's like my favorite part of like any movie ever. Like, I love a good dummy shot, and that that dummy goes through the fucking window on the wheelchair, like slow motion, like, head back. Like, <laughs> like, it is fucking – fantastic and i love the explanation it's just this little remote like it is goofy it does have some cool stuff i do like that it ties in so well with the first movie um time wise so i'm gonna bump it up a little bit it's not terrible it's not as good as the first one but it's not it's not the worst thing ever so seven for me all right good strong seven man that's what i give the last movie brian yeah, I'm gonna agree with Steve. Uh, this is a seven, seven out of ten. It was, it was a fun movie, and it it's, makes it more fun to talking about it with you guys. And I, he's he, and plus he's he's Mike is no Isaac, but I, I thought he he did his best right. with the movie. He apparently in his mind thought he was in compared to <laughs> yeah. well, whatever movie he was in, he fucking nailed it, right? right. <laughs> you know, so. Man, as much fun as I had watching this movie, and as much more fun as I had talking with you guys about it. Give let's, it to let's, get, let's get honest. This was a three. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because he hasn't seen the other ones. He doesn't know where we're going yet, so he's like, this is, so how could it get this, any worse? This is what we're going to do. When we're, when we're finally done with this retrospective, Lance, we're going to revisit your earlier scores and see if they change. <laughs> We and they very well a retrospective on your scores. <laughs> okay, for for now it's a three. It, it it it's so bad it's good, but it's still bad. 
Any way you look at it, it's fucking bad. It's horrible. So it's a three, but uh, but fun to watch. So uh, before we before we uh, uh, move on and get out of this podcast that we're trapped in, <laughs> as we're apparently going to be trapped in the Children of the Corn universe for quite some time. Uh, any last words on stuff going on, Steve, with the geeks? Uh, no, uh, I guess we just found out earlier tonight that uh, Van Damme retrospective might be coming back. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> For, uh, if I can get Brian and Nez to join me right. on that, we'll finish that off. Um, no, nah, just chime in. You know, we, we, we get together and have a good time every week. Our shows kind of change to more of like a – we used to have a format and all this stuff, but we get on now and there's so many people that are on and just asking us questions as soon as we're on YouTube that – we end up just going down rabbit holes and it's hard to stay on track. You know, we still try to touch on some bases. You know, we still like doing the toy box segment where we talk about any new collectibles and stuff like that. We've been picking up. Um, obviously we've changed things up with the trailers and reviews and stuff, but, uh, it's trailer Palooza, Steve. I know you don't that like name that is, name. that name is uh, pending approval. Uh, it has episodes next to it. So <laughs> <laughs> we're working on it. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's just a good time. We we record every Saturday night at eight Pacific, um, and we're usually on for an hour and a half to two hours, just having a good time. So all right, that's where we're at. And and, and where can our listeners find you? Oh, we're I just look up the geeks geeks with a Z anywhere. You know, look it up on Apple Podcasts. We're there. Spotify. We're there. Look it up on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. The geeks. You'll find us. All right, cool. So, uh, as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. We would love to hear your feedback and ideas. I think you know where to reach us, thehorrorreturns at gmail.com, or just go to thehorrorreturns.com and uh, follow our social media, which Brian is in charge of. Uh, be, please consider becoming a Patreon patron. And next week, it is the Year in Horror 1990. And we're going to have special guests Aaron and Kevin from the podcast that wouldn't die. And we're going to cover what movies, Brian? A Clive Barker <laughs> movie, right? Hellraiser? No, uh, no, 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 no. No, not Hellraiser. Um, we are so prepared here. We are. Let me pull it up. <laughs> we are covering Nightbreed and Steve's Graveyard Shift. Oh, the one with the rats. Okay. Awesome. Well, nice. Can't wait to hear that. It sounds awesome. Well, all right. You can listen to it next week. Uh, so, Steve, until the horror returns again. Good night.